This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Of course, we'll talk to you about whatever you want. We go straight to your phone calls. That's the point of the show. George is on the air. TSA George, actually, from D.C., on the amp line. Hello, George. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, it's funny. The land down under decided to enact a law that I think Jim Babka should push here with his downside of D.C. thing. And what's that? Well, basically, I guess um, with all these uh, laws they passed are so ridiculous. Some people in Canberra probably thought that the lawmakers were drunk. So they passed a law saying that you have to take a, pass a sobriety test before you can go vote on the law. <laughs> Is this for everyone or just for the, the legislators? All the lawmakers. Mm. If you're going to vote on the law... If you're a member of parliament, if you're going to vote under law, you got to pass the breathalyzer. So that way nobody can claim that they're a bunch of drunken sailors there in parliament anymore. Pretty much, yeah. I just thought, you know, that'd be great to have, you know, that passed around here, too. It might be fun for a day, but I don't know that it would really uh, amount to anything. I really like the idea of, uh, well, them at least reading the legislation that they pass. Which is, of course, what our friends over at DownsizedDC.org are looking at uh, at doing. It's an interesting story, George. Uh, Any other thoughts for us tonight? I guess he dropped. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. We haven't had Jim on the uh, on the show in a while. Jim Babka from DownsizedDC.org, a great organization that is dedicated to helping open the channels of communication with these fools in Washington, D.C., uh, these so-called representatives, and to allow people to uh, get in touch with these guys via their web forms on their website. Uh, the Downsize D.C. system does it all automatically at DownsizedDC.org, and they're pushing the Read the Bills Act, which... It's a brilliant piece of uh, legislation. It would essentially. I mean, who can who can dis who besides a legislator who could yeah. possibly disagree with the idea of our representatives actually reading their legis- the legislation? Well, I don't we consider them don't. my representatives, but they consider themselves representatives, and they should absolutely read the legislation they're passing. But uh, it's it's a worthy cause. I don't know if it'll ever get anywhere, but I still support Jim Babkin in what he's doing at DownsizedDC.org. So go there and, and learn more about that. Hey, Mark, you know, we got a little bit of good news here tonight. Tell uh, us about the good news. It's nice to have some good news. Of course, there's uh, awful news in the, the way of the 21st century New Deal. We might talk about that here in a little bit. That's what they're calling it. That's frightening on its face. Uh, but the, the good news is from the Associated Press. It's a short story, and that is that a Montana judge has issued a ruling saying residents of the state have the right to doctor-assisted suicide. I don't see why they wouldn't. The ruling issued late Friday by uh, State District Court Judge Dorothy McCarter makes Montana the third state in which doctor-assisted suicide is legal. I knew that it, there was Didn't Oregon. Didn't they put uh, Kevorkian in prison for like 10 years they for this? They did. I mean, yeah. isn't that sick? It is. I mean, it's great that it's great that he didn't uh, that that he paved the way uh, for people to be who are in suffering to be able to end their suffering. Uh, but didn't they go after him because he finally pressed a button for somebody at one he point? He assisted as opposed to he set everything up and then they did it. Previously, right. they did it, and then it, um, like they were too they weak got to him. press the button yeah, or something. They got like him that? for assisting. 
The judge said Saturday she ruled in a lawsuit filed by a terminally ill Billings man, four physicians, and a nonprofit patients group, Compassion and Choices. McCarter's ruling holds that mentally competent, terminally ill Montanans have a right to obtain medications that can be self-administered to bring about a peaceful death if they find their suffering to be unbearable. The ruling also says physicians can prescribe, uh, prescribe such medication without fear of criminal prosecution. So... It's open season on doctor-assisted suicide in Montana, and I think that is fantastic news. I think this is great news. Uh, The sad part is it's only three out of 50 states. So there's another 47 states wherein helping people who are terminally ill get some peace, finally, something that many of them have been waiting for for a long time, but obviously they don't want to go out in a messy way or because that could result in mistakes and... You don't want to go for, out with it's, it's bad things for their uh, loved ones. Yeah, you. I mean, you want to go out in as dignified a manner as possible, and that's what the doctor-assisted suicide allows somebody who's in that that situation to do. You know, I don't know what the other state is. I always knew it was Oregon. Is it Washington as well? Is it Oregon, Washington, oh. and Montana? What's the third state there? 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Now, what I want to know is there must be people listening that think this is a bad idea. There must be somebody out there within the sound of my voice tonight who thinks that, oh my goodness, we can't allow people to take their own lives. That's against Jesus, or whatever the reason is. I, I can't really imagine what the reason might be. I would, it must be some sort of religious thing, though, don't you think? If, if, you, if I was going to go pointing uh, fingers at religions, I, I would be less likely to point it at the evangelicals in this particular uh, case, the, fun, really? the fundies. I'd be more likely to point it at the Catholics in this one. Okay. They, uh, they're, they're really staunch on the right to life thing. And like, we want to force you to have life even if you choose you don't right. want it. You're going to have the baby. I don't, right. care. I don't care if it's rape. Um, you know, you're going to, you're going to live. Uh, suicides go to hell. You know, the whole... That's, yeah. uh, you're, you're terminally ill. You're in pain every single day of your life. But Jesus says he wants, or the Pope tells us, that he thinks you should stay alive or whatever. And, of course, right. the Pope has a, a direct line to God, right? Well, Isn't so, that what they think? I, 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 the thing is, is with, with Catholics, there's so many of them that they run the gamut. I mean, there's people that are sort of ethnic Catholics that uh, sure. you know, have come from a long line of Catholics. And then there's people that uh, usually converted into Catholicism that believe all of it to be true. And, you know, that's tough to imagine. They've got 2,000 years worth of dogma that's, uh, you know... It's hard to break out of. Well, it doesn't fit together. Well, I want to know if you're out there tonight, and if so, can you call in and let us know why you feel uh, like people should be prevented from killing themselves? I mean, that is the status quo in 47 states, so clearly somebody thinks this is a good idea. 1-800-259-9231. I, on the other hand, believe that each individual should be free to choose what he or she wants to do with his or her, her own life, whether that means you want to uh, inject something into your veins uh, to get high or whether it means you want to inject something in to kill yourself. You should absolutely have that freedom, and I don't think it just should matter even if you're terminally ill. If you decide that you don't want to be here anymore, then you should be free to leave. It's your, it's your body. I mean, what do you own in this world besides your body? Apparently, you don't own your body in 47 states. <laughs> I guess the government does. Well, and then there's a, the, other, uh, the other fact that in the, the three states that you can probably kill yourself, odds are good you probably can't smoke marijuana in most of them. So you clearly, uh, you clearly don't own your own body. Um, I would be more interested in hearing from somebody who uh, supported the, you know, the 47 states, the um, the right not to kill yourself, you know, the, the, uh, not, the inability to kill yourself in those states for non-religious reasons. 
What could those possibly be? I can't imagine. I, well, I, they have to be some kind of author, authoritarian junkie. I mean, just like we the need gover- you for taxes. The, go- the, the government. <laughs> the government knows best. This is bad. I don't know. Yeah, it, I, it's going to be interesting. Though. This is a conversation that really I don't know if it's ever really gone anywhere. Have we ever had anybody respond to this one, Mark? I mean, in the history of doing this show, it hasn't come up too often. Because it really hasn't been in the news since uh, since Kevorkian was was put away, and wasn't he released recently? I think yeah. that's the last time we talked about it was when he was released. Right. We talked about it then, and I don't think we've ever heard from it. At least we've we've heard somebody who is uh, is against people being able to kill themselves. I don't recall what they had to say for themselves. So the phone lines are open for you, and I want to hear uh, what your reasons are. Uh, please uh, help me understand this because it's. It's the status quo, so obviously somebody out there listening is is in favor of preventing people from uh, from removing their own lives. 1-800-259-9231. We go unscreened in the meantime to the amp line. Who's this? Hey, it's me again. I got cut off. I'm sorry about oh, that. Oh, go ahead. As far as suicide goes, hey, you know, that's just a man telling God, you can't fire me. I quit. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, about the Australia thing, I thought that was well, kind of funny that you should act or enact that. But, yeah, on the suicide thing, hey, if it's your own body, you want to kill yourself, go for it. I mean, the way I want to see if you're going to be that useless to other people like that or if you're just hurting, you know, that's another thing I'm for because if you're suffering, why, what kind of person are you that you I don't want understand. to up in this world? Uh, yeah, I'm with you, and I, I think it's a great point, and I thank you, George, for the call tonight. Good hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Yeah, it was that Mother Teresa. She was into that suffering thing. At least that's what I understand from watching uh, an episode of uh, Penn & Teller's BS about her. She, she, she believed that people suffering like brought them closer to God or something like that. It was some some sort of weird obsession that she had with uh, suffering, as though there was some sort of positive thing about it. I don't get it. Can you explain it to me? 800-259-9231. How do you feel about assisted suicide? This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up anything if you dial the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are totally free, including the wiki. Over 1,800 pages created by listeners just like you. It's like the listener-editable version of our website. Head over to wiki, W-I-K-I wiki.freetalklive.com, and you can change virtually anything that you see there. Most Americans uh, continue to put on weight as they get a little older, and, you know, I, I think that that's just due to eating habits. Like, you put on a little bit of weight each year, and you never take it off, and it just keeps on adding up. Well, I've it's how it was going for me, and I have a solution now. It's called Dex C20. I've been taking it for about four months, and I've been losing weight progressively. Not any record gains or anything like that, but that's not the intent. This isn't some kind of starvation diet. I haven't changed the way I eat. I haven't changed the way I exercise, I, which isn't much. Um, and I haven't, <laughs> I haven't really done any of that. It's a Dex C20. I don't have the weird jitters that go with diet pills because I can't take stimulants. You should try it. It's worked for me. It's called Dex C20, and you can get it at Walgreens, CVS, GNC, or diet.freetalklive.com. 
I want to know how you feel about assisted suicide tonight as Montana becomes the third state to legalize it. I say great news. Uh, people can finally make a choice for themselves that they weren't able to make before uh, without facing some sort of legal consequences, uh, provided they actually lived through the process. Uh, we're talking about the fact that a judge has ruled that it is now fully legal to have doctor-assisted suicide in the state of Montana. And I, my question was, and still is, if you are against assisted suicide... That is, if you believe that people should not be free to end their own lives, then can you explain why? 800-259-9231 to your phone calls. We go to Robin in Montana listening on KGEZ. Hello, Robin. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I, th- I think it's great that uh, <clears throat> said you guys are talking about this. I didn't know we'd gotten it, but um, it doesn't surprise me. Here in Montana here, we've, uh, we've all pretty much telling our government, you know what? Talk to the hand. We're uh, we're pretty much sick of the criminal activities going on in our government, and uh, I think they're starting to get the message. You know, we've got uh, medical marijuana here. Um, now we have assisted suicides for those that are terminally ill. Didn't uh, recently? Didn't you guys uh, enact a uh, top-in speed limit and uh, do away with uh, open container driving? <laughs> yeah, I think it was what a year and a half ago we finally got the open container law. Yeah. It's funny you can speak about that. I'm sitting here tending my still right now, making some methanol. <laughs> so, if I stand, so if I sound a little funny, it's only because every now and then you got to make sure it's still producing ethanol. I understand. But, uh, you know, Montana's a great place to live, and it's getting better all the time. Well, good to know, and I, I'm glad that there's uh, some competition going on between Montana and New Hampshire to see who can get more freedom first. And I thank you for the call tonight, Rob. I don't, appreciate- you know, I don't, think, hmm? I don't think it's competition. Oh, I, I think I think I do. Just you and and uh, New Hampshire and Montanans are finally waking up and you know what? Screw you guys. You know we're we're done playing the game. I'm with you, they man. But I prefer to call it a competition because uh, it can be a friendly competition. Let's and, compete and see. Well, if we can I, I want to see if we can get there faster than you can. So uh, ready, set, go. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's talk to Doug listening to KUSA in Yakima, Washington. Hello, Doug. Well, good evening, fellas. You sound like you got a good program going tonight. What's well, on your mind tonight, Doug? So, yeah, I'm on the other side of the ticket of the last guy. I'm uh, I'm against uh, assisted suicide. Why? And I've got a couple of good reasons for it. I think, hmm. um, even though the majority of folks must have been in favor of it here in Washington because they passed the law. Okay, so it was Washington. But, uh, so it's Oregon, Washington, and uh, Montana, I believe. Yeah, Washington passed it. Got it. Yeah, you're okay, against now, it, though. Fellas, I am, and uh, the main reason I am is the history of government intervention. I mean, what do we screw up more but those things that the government's involved in? Absolutely. Anything that the government's right. involved in is a mess. Right. Okay. Now, that's, to me, it's the, it's the tip of the iceberg, or it's the first shot across the bow. Um, now that we have uh, suicide that's uh, legal for our seniors, um, then we're going to have insurance considerations about is, this, is maintaining this person's life too expensive to the state? Or to the family, and or the family's estate. Now wait a second. Okay, so um, then, there's a difference between insurance considerations and maintaining uh, the life for the state. I right d- now, right now. So you're talking about uh, when give, the, when there's five one years, give it ten years. When you're saying that there's one state uh, insurance company, is that what you're? I'm, I'm you're mixing oh, I, insurance I'm sorry, companies in the more, state here. Well, no, I'm, I'll be more clear. Okay. Right now, the state will allow someone to use a, a prescription drug by their doctor to uh, end their life. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then in 22 and a half years, it'll be different. It'll be have progressed and be modified and amended. 
so that when a person's physical condition is a drain on the state financially, at a certain dollar amount, they're going to say this person is not worth their, their life. Their value isn't worth their expense. He's saying it's and a slippery slope. Life. You're okay. saying it's a slippery slope from here to where so, uh, people are arbitrarily determining, uh, you know, with triage, basically, who gets to live. I and concur gets to with die. you on that, but I, to right. me, that sounds like a government medi- medicine problem and not a suicide problem. Like the well, Phyllis, pr- I, I speak from some background. I'm in the, the medical equipment business, and uh, oh. I, I deal with Medicare and Medicaid and, and others. Uh, all day long, you know. I wouldn't disagree with that. But um, what I'm saying is the problem is Medicare and Medicaid. It's not a problem of suicide. The problem is is that Americans have allowed allowed a socialist government to get its yeah. nasty little tentacles deep inside their uh, uh, you know m- medical establishment, and mm-hmm. you know likely it will kill them. That's what governments do best. Yeah. <laughs> well, think of this, guys. Uh, you must have watched uh, maybe Google look at Google News recently. There's a kid who uh, who killed himself on YouTube, he took an overdose of some medicine mm-hmm. he had for depression and uh, killed himself on screen, cameras on him and all that kind of stuff. And it wasn't the first, but it was probably the most uh, widely publicized. It was, it was okay. headline news for Google for a while. There, there's been no mystery nor shortage of methods to, to end one's life. All this has done is given the doctor now a chance to charge somebody, you know, at 200 bucks to write the prescription for it. Well, oh, you'll wrong? be lucky if it goes it, 200 bucks. Well, what's wrong with somebody <laughs> making money off of providing somebody with a service that they're looking to purchase? Look, I see where you're coming from, and I share your concern that you know the state is involved in health care. I don't think the state should be involved in health care at all. Um, but but it almost sounds like you believed that for one moment, one could interpret what you said as you believe that the state should uh, be keeping people alive. Do you agree with that, or how do you feel about that? Uh, uh, well, that's a, that's a good question. The, the state does it now. The state keeps us alive now. I think that as we go into assisted suicide, then there will be a, a dollar amount where one's value... You didn't answer my question. Do you feel as though the state should keep people alive? Um, gosh, that's a tough one, you guys. I would, I would, say, I would say, yeah... They need to keep so alive. you are in favor of state intervention in medicine, then. So it's you. You are the one who's guilty of the slippery slope, my friend. By supporting any level of state involvement in medicine, you're the one that's uh, that's le- you know letting that you snowball the, roll down the hill. You open the door. Yep. Well, so now, they're going to go wherever they want to go, and it's thanks to people like you who continue to put up with it. <laughs> Let me clarify, though. If a, if a person wants to live and has no funding, the state is a, is a source of last resort. Not that the state should keep them alive, but the state provides funds for a person to carry out their wishes. I think that if, now, a, if a person to wants to stick around, that the, the, the church, charities and churches should be the, the, the place of last Absolutely. resort. Absolutely. Don't take money from me by force to keep people alive. I understand where you're coming from. Just ask from. me for it. Yeah, just if ask you nicely. For, if you want the money, just ask I for it. I don't mind contributing to charities, but I don't appreciate being extracted from at threat of violence. I thank you for the call tonight, 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever you want. It's Free Talk Live. Attention, freedom activists. If you're planning your move to New Hampshire, you know that Manchester is the heart of the free state. But finding an apartment when you're out of state can be a major pain in the... You need Prickle. Prickle has apartment rentals designed to meet your needs. There's no minimum length of stay. They accept payment in silver or gold, and responsible firearms owners are welcome. 
To find your new home in the heart of Manchester's growing Liberty Enclave, log on right now to Prickle.com. That's P-R-I-C-L dot com. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition. You can bring up anything if you dial the toll-free number 800-259-9231. Are you against assisted suicide? That's the question on the table. Or are you against suicide, period? I'll go all the way and say that anybody should be able to take their own life anytime they want to. Uh, the 1-800-259-9231. You can also join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free, and those features include the archives. We've got an entire year's worth of the show right there on the front page of the website, available for your downloading convenience. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their archives. Ours are free, so enjoy going back for an entire year on us at freetalklive.com. According to the Computer Privacy Handbook, normal Internet technology is the most comprehensive surveillance system ever invented. Put a stop to email snooping with an easy-to-use email alternative. PrivacyHarbor.com, because normal email is not secure. You can go to PrivacyHarbor.com and get a free account today. That's PrivacyHarbor.com. All right, so uh, the question still is, how do you feel about the idea of assisted suicide? In fact, I'll go all the way, as I said, and and say that I believe that each individual owns his or herself and therefore can eliminate his or herself as he or she, uh, he or she sees fit. And apparently Frank disagrees. He's emailed in to say that, yes, people should be prevented from killing themselves. Frank says it's about morals. It can be interpreted in a different way. If it's a terminal sickness and the man suffers and doesn't want to stand the pain, he should be able to choose. But if it's openly accepted, people might choose to die out of other reasons. Hold on. Um, (laughs) So a person who's ill and has a terminal disease, he should be allowed to choose. If he's suffering. Okay. And has a terminal sickness. Just so you know, we all have a terminal disease. It's called life. That terminal <laughs> disease is life. And it will terminate. You will die. That's and not people... necessarily true. We might make it to robot bodies, Mark. We might be able to download our consciousness into the you know the web or something like that. If past performance is any indicator <laughs> of uh, future actions... Odds are good, yes. You will die. <laughs> now... <laughs> You can't I'm trying to be an optimist here. That's okay? fine. Be optimistic as you, as optimistic as you'd like. I'm all for that. Good luck. However, no one's done it yet today. No one's made it out so yet. So we're operating. Yeah. <laughs> we're operating under the paradigm that. We all have a terminal disease, and that terminal disease is called life. Now, I think Frank would argue you're playing semantics here, Mark. I am not playing semantics. What are you talking about? You're gonna die. I mean, it, it, look, my my grandmother had uh, lung cancer, died mm. of a different kind of cancer. So she, okay. had, I mean, it, it was uh, the doctor said she was going to die of this. She died of that. It's something. It was something different. Mm. So no, just because you have a terminal disease doesn't mean you're going to die from that. Well, he's saying that you have to be suffering. So he's okay with you killing well, yourself if you're suffering. Suffering is, is, is paradise. Uh, is, is, uh, I know uh, it's it, what he believes suffering is. You it's might on say a continuum. Well, and, and obviously he's I'm picked a certain point. I'm sitting in here looking at you. Obviously he's picked a certain point at which he believes that it's too much suffering, and then you can kill yourself. He says, but if it's openly accepted, this is Frank's email, people might choose to die for other reasons. I think it's whether you feel for other persons. If you are a social person and care for others, one shouldn't allow someone to drift in that direction. Hey, look, I'm not encouraging suicide. 
I don't think that people should just go and off themselves. I think life is worth living, and I think that we've. I, if we had somebody on the phone who was suicidal, I would do everything I could to talk them into staying alive. Yeah, this is this is just no no don't, don't don't even pay any attention to what he said there. He's just making an attack. He's saying if you were a good person, you'd believe like me. And I say, Frank, if you were a good person, you'd believe like me. Well, I will point out this is one of our newer amplifiers on the show. Just let you know. <laughs> uh, well, look, he says, I wouldn't want to die and never thought about it. But imagine someone decides to kill himself because his girlfriend left him or he failed an important test or something. And society would openly allow and support this. That would just be horrible from Frank in Germany. I agree that it, it's, it's not great that uh, people would want to kill themselves. I'm not saying you should throw a party if someone kills themselves. But th- you, have, you have to have that option. I think you do have the option. It's just that if you fail, then you'll be arrested for it. I mean, you're, you're charged with a crime. They locked doctors up. I mean, they locked up Dr. Kevorkian yeah. for this. De- I, for like a decade or something. Yeah. I mean, the guy went to, year, uh, to prison for 10 years so that you would have the right to end your own suffering. Does that not mean anything? 1-800-259-9231. We continue with your calls. Richard is on the line in Texas. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Richard. Hey, uh, I wanted to just uh, say something about how earlier y'all were uh, talking about uh, how you can't really point the finger at the evangelicals, but more towards the Catholic. Yeah, on the suicide Um, issue. Go ahead. Right. Uh, Well, I was just going to, you know, like stand up for Christians in general. Um, As a Christian, your body is bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. So you really... It's not your body. You know, it belongs to God. Really? And, I mean, that's the Christian faith, yes. What about um, the, the free choice thing? Didn't uh, the God give free choice in the Christian religion? God, Yes, God gave you free will. Free will, you know, that's what it is. You so, can do whatever you want to do, but, but the Bible teaches you that, you know, if you're going to live for yourself, then you're going to lose your life. But whoever is willing to give up their life for God you will have eternal life. So, I mean, if you're living for yourself and... I mean, so that, if I you choose so are you freely? saying that if, if I have fun at all, I mean, um, <laughs> that I'm going to go to hell? No, not, I'm not no, saying you can go and... if you live for, you know, for yourself for like a little bit. I'm, people make mistakes, I mean, and they're called sin. You know, when you live for yourself, you, hey, you know, I want to... Get drunk or whatever. Do that's why you can go to church and you have the sins abolished, you right? Know, I, you say, "I'm sorry," and no, Jesus wipes them all away. To, I got I got to hold on. Hold on. I think whatever your your version of Christianity is is great, and I'm glad it works for you. But standing up for Christians and then um, coming on and talking about what you know, Jesus, this and that, and the other thing, it just doesn't it, it doesn't meld because there's so many different kinds of Christians out there. Um, I mean, do you know what a Nuestrian Christian is? No idea. Right. It's because it's because you d- decided to believe in Jesus before you went and researched uh, the Christian religion. And you know, I think that I think that people jump into Christianity more from a uh, you know an emotional standpoint than they do from a, a logical standpoint. They don't research it before they go in. No, they just, mom and dad were. They, they well, a lot of them. You know, they sta- they stand in the pews. Uh, something comes over them and they start shaking their hand and they walk down and they yeah. uh, they go. Um, the preacher you know uh, swears them in and. and that, yeah, you know, like maybe not the best way to join a club. Like maybe you should know how the club works and what the rules are, what, are what the club's at? been doing. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, 
Um, one preacher telling you yes or no, it's a good idea to, for assisted suicide. He's just one guy. He doesn't know what Jesus has to say on this subject. Richard, your thoughts? Are you there? My thoughts. My thoughts on what Jesus has to say on this subject. Yeah. I mean, I still stand firm that you know Christ bought our body, and, and mm-hmm. once you ask Him to come into your heart, your body then becomes a temple of God, and so you don't own yourself. So what you're saying is, let me see if I'm getting getting you straight here. You're saying that once you accept Jesus, you don't actually own yourself anymore. Is that the idea? You're, you're living for God. Of course, you still make mistakes because you're not Jesus. You're not perfect. You're still going to make mistakes. So what happens if you kill yourself at that point? What if, what if you're living for God and then you come down with some sort of terminal disease and you're so in so much pain you just decide to end your life? Then do you go to an evil, uh, to hellish, uh, to, 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 tormenting eternity? I wouldn't think so. No? Because it's a, it's a sin that you, I mean, you ask Jesus to come to heart, he's living inside of you. If you make a mistake, you commit a sin of taking your life. It's a sin, and you, once if you're really living for God, I mean, your sins are forgiven. If you're really living for God, Richard. Um, now you l- hmm. l- let's let's say for a second you're one of the legislators out there, or maybe this comes up on a referendum. You're in Florida, is that right? Uh, Texas. Texas. Let's say it comes up on a referendum. You get to vote one way or the other on this. Um, would you go vote on this issue? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't vote. You don't vote, period. Have, you have never voted. No. I would you want? Would you want a legislator that represents you to vote on this? Where are you going with this, Mark? I wouldn't. Sure. What's that? He said yes. Okay. Well, Jesus wouldn't. You understand? Oh, really? The Jesus said he is without sin, cast the first stone, and that's what these legislators are doing. They're throwing people in prison for. You know, doing this kind of stuff. Dr. Kevorkian went to prison for this. Jesus came to stand against the Pharisees, and that's people with religious rules, and that's folks that would put their rules on others. More on the way. Thanks for the call, Richard. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, the live Saturday edition. You can bring up anything. The toll-free number for you is 800-259-9231. That again is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. If you like the show and you like the fact that we give away the features on the website, well, then we ask for your voluntary support by voting for us. Head over to vote.freetalklive.com. Cast your vote for the show. It's only something we ask you to do on a once-a-month basis. This, of course, the beginning of December. It's time for your vote. If you haven't done it yet this month, we need your help. Please go to vote.freetalklive.com. Doesn't matter if you are a radio listener or a podcast listener, however it is you're getting this show. If you've got access to a computer terminal, it's connected to the Internet. Go to vote.freetalklive.com. And all you need your email address. It's only used for verification purposes. Make sure you're a real live human being, not some sort of robot uh, program trying to scan the system. So please go to vote.freetalklive.com. Makes a big difference for us because it helps us stay at the top of the podcast alley top 10 charts, which means more new people discovering this program and hopefully discovering the message of freedom. So vote.freetalklive.com. And we're talking about an issue that really strikes to the core of personal freedom. And that is assisted suicide. Of course, I think that anybody that wants to commit suicide should be able to. Not that I think they should. Let me make it clear here. I'm not saying I endorse people committing suicide. Look, if your girlfriend broke up with you, I understand life might feel really rough at that moment. But it's going to get better. 
In fact, life tends to get better all of, all of the time. I mean, we live, it's the best time to be alive right now. It's the best time to be alive in the history of, uh, of mankind. So why would you want to take your life out of it? If you've got a terminal disease and you're in pain constantly, I get you. I understand. But if you just had a tough time in your life, you can pull through that. You can move on. So I don't want to make it sound like I'm endorsing suicide here, but I think that if it's, it's your body, it's your choice. It's your freedom. Or at least that's the way things should be. Toll-free number for you for your thoughts is 800-259-9231. As we go to uh, John on the line in Texas, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, John. Hey, how are you guys? Hey, what's Good on your sir. mind tonight, John? Well, great topic. Um, Thank you. You know, here's my thoughts on it. Like, I'm Catholic, right? Okay. okay. And Catholics committing suicide is a mortal sin. Right. Gotcha. Okay, fair It's the enough. big one. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's up there. Yeah. Well, you, no uh, Catholics get, don't believe that they go to heaven after uh, committing suicide. Is that correct? I guess. I'm, I'm not one That's of what I've been really told. good Catholics. Okay. You know? Okay. But anyway, I'm just Even saying better. that. Okay. <laughs> and But basically where I was going to go with this is just because I believe that doesn't mean that I have to put that, my belief, on with you. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. It's and your choice right. for your life, but you would not impose your belief system on others who might choose differently. That's what you're saying? Correct. Absolutely. See, because I've seen situations, uh, you know, 100 years ago, 50 years ago, doctors used to help people kind of slide on over, if you will, who sure. were terminal, and they'd give them a little extra morphine and person would pass on peacefully. And, or whatever, but right. usually morphine, because um, it suppresses the respiratory system. And uh, doctors would do it, and it wasn't anything that was talked about or discussed. It was just kind of the way it was, because you didn't want people to suffer. And, that makes sense. But now with uh, right. the lawsuits now. and wrongful death and uh, malpractice suits and the uh, the drug laws that uh, make tracking these no, drugs. But it's, even, it's, even, it, it's even more basic than that. Medical, the medical practitioners, medical profession, have come up with the ability to increase the quantity of life in certain cases, but not the quality. I mean, they can keep you alive, but what kind of life do you have? It's not one I would want to live, laying in a, some sort of hospital bed, completely uh, unable to I, get up. And that's why, like, I have a... a a living will that if I find myself in that situation, three doctors say, "Nope, pull the plug. I'm out of here." Yeah, you know. And uh, today we have that decision, but I mean, there's 47 states here, and uh, many people that are against your your ability to make uh, the decision to end your life. I mean, don't you think there's the next step is uh, sort of saying, "Well, if if the med- if medicine can keep him alive, he shouldn't be allowed to to, to die." What do you mean? Well, I'm just uh, saying that uh, uh, people are there's somebody out there that wants to take away your right to do that. Well, I mean, there's somebody who wants to take away our right to even like you know breathe or taxes for it. Yep. Um, well, they've already taken that away in 47 states, Mark, isn't it? I'm just saying that there's there's somebody. Out, I'm, I'm not I'm not presenting him with any question. I'm just saying that there's someone yeah. out there that's doing that. See, I think that you should have the right to say under certain conditions. Enough's enough, 
it's my time to go. As far as I'm concerned, you, I agree. you're a good man, and I thank you for the call. 800-259-9231. We continue here. A religious person who does not want to force his or her own viewpoint on another individual? Good guy in my book. Let's continue and talk to Dave in Montana, listening to KGEZ. Hello, Dave. Howdy. Hey, good news hey. for Montana tonight, huh? Legalized assisted suicide. Yeah, I'm surprised the medical society allows it, man. They make a lot of money in them last days. But uh, Well, Jesus some people says, want to do the right thing. Jesus says, love God and love your neighbor. And if your neighbor is hurting and he says, hey, I want to go, I think love is... Love answers the question. So you think so, Jesus would actually do the uh, the, the assisting su- assisting of the suicide? Well, if if you're sitting there getting eaten up with cancer and it's eating through your skin and you're in pain and the morphine don't work no more, what are you going to do there and say, "Oh, I'm sorry, uh, you gotta"? No, love says. Yeah, grin and bear it. <laughs> Here's hey, the bullet. How about, Bite it. How, how about suspended animation, man? How about if you just want to go? Out for about four years and then come back, you know. Hey, I'd be all for that. That Sounds like fun. (laughs) They could, uh, you know, do the coma thing on you for like four years. Put me on ice. Thanks, Dave, for the call. As always, let's go to our brand newest affiliate. I hadn't had a chance to say hello yet tonight. I wanted to do so, and it's uh, definitely there on board. Uh, 92.7 KBYO in the Monroe, Louisiana area. We go to Danny. Listening to KBYO. Hello, Danny. Oh, by the way, I, may, I should mention that's 92.7 FM. Uh, they're on board for all six nights with the show. So welcome aboard to our new uh, Louisiana listeners. Hello, Danny. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. Um, I was calling. Uh, I'm a I'm, uh, born-again Christian. Okay. 45 years old. <clears throat> I just lost my father not too long ago. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, we... Uh, uh, he had been in the hospital. Uh, his quality of life had had diminished. Um, he he coded uh, unexpectedly, and they put him on a respirator. And uh, we called the family in, and we took him off the respirator. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a Bible scholar, but I've heard a lot of fellow Christians make remarks that they thought that. Uh, a suicide would, was an automatic ticket to hell. And I just want to tell you, I don't believe that. The Bible doesn't say that. Um, the Bible says that uh, if you believe on Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and that he died and was risen uh, for your sins, that uh, you are saved. You know, I, I totally agree with you on this one. That it... The, the idea that uh, people would go and put words in Jesus' mouth um, and, you know, the, I, the obviously the Gospels have the stuff. They have it all written in red there. Let's assume that's G- what Jesus had to say. Uh, you know, the idea that they would add things to this and say that people automatically go to hell because they committed suicide because they didn't have a chance to ask for forgiveness or whatever. I mean, I suppose it makes some kind of weird logic, but you don't get to say you don't you don't decide uh you know people here on earth they they don't get to decide who goes to heaven and who goes to hell god does he's the only one and for people to say you know that guy's going to that's it's wrong you shouldn't do that to people well danny you said, I, I agree danny thank you for the, I, any any thoughts I, I go ahead can, i can tell you that that uh uh no matter we can debate uh we can debate the bible for uh, from now and and everybody will until eternity but our past 
to heaven is through Jesus Christ. Well, thank you for the call. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that part, but I definitely agree that you support other people being able to choose for themselves, and I'm on board with you there. Uh, 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Let's uh, get John in here in Connecticut. John, you're on Free Talk Live. How you doing, Ian? Hey, John, what's on your mind? Uh, actually, a lot of lot of things. I'm actually calling. I have a um, person I've been, uh, I guess you can say, blogging with. Who is a very, uh, a big, I guess, big fan of yours? Okay. And um, you've been asking me, uh, telling me to call in here. So here you are. What do you it's want to call moment? So what do you want to talk about? I'm a little nervous, so now. <laughs> well, all right, take a break. We're going to come back to you then. You take a break. Get a glass of water. Take a deep breath. Make a few notes. And we'll come back with uh, John here at the top of the next hour. Hour number two is on the way. You can bring up whatever you want. Looks like Obama has unveiled what he's calling the 21st century New Deal. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free. But if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching an hour number two of the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. We were going to bring uh, John back, but he dropped off the line. Guess was a little too nervous, and uh, we had a, a very nervous caller earlier this week, and i just like to reiterate uh, my suggestions. I understand completely how it is when calling radio shows. I still get uh, the butterflies sometimes when I call in as a caller on, on uh, different talk shows. So um, a good thing to do is to make some notes, is to make bullet points. Don't write out what you're going to say. You don't want to sound reedy. When you're on the air, you don't want to sound like you're reading some sort of essay, but you want to make some bullet points of the things that are most important for you to cover and then go through your points. And remember, your nervousness is all in your head. This is true. It's true. The first time I was on the radio, I thought I was going to pass out. Now I do it every night and it's nothing. It's just... It's practice. It's just it, well, that's it, all. You, just, you yeah. just forget about it and, and talk. Well, and and the plus the nice thing about this is uh, you're talking about something you want to talk about. It's not like you. I remember when I was in school yeah. and they would give me the assignments. So you have to do this report and you have to do it in front of the class. I was so nervous. I would uh, I would grip the podium and sh- I was shaking so hard that I would rock the podium. It was very embarrassing and nerve wracking and. And then when I got older, I came to understand that uh, it's it's better to view nervousness as excitement because it's a very similar feeling, being nervous and being excited. So if you tell yourself that you're excited instead of nervous, then it, a lot of um, how you feel has to do with what you're thinking. Like you're saying, it's all in your head. Mm-hmm. And so if what you're telling yourself in your head is, oh, I'm so nervous, oh, I'm so nervous, oh, I'm so nervous, you're kind of reinforcing that, that mentality. Whereas if you're telling uh, yourself, man, am I excited to be able to tell 44, uh, people listening to 44 stations across the country and all the internet listeners. Man, am I excited to be able to tell all those people what it is I think about the issue that I'm interested in. Then that could shift your perspective just enough to where you can get done what you wanted to do. And maybe John's going to try that here in a moment. John is back uh, from Connecticut. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Ian. Sorry about that earlier. No problem. I did freeze up and um, I felt kind of stupid there. Here you are. Um, What's on your mind? Don't worry. We look stupid every night, John. <laughs> yeah, well, I know how that goes. 
<laughs> well, actually, there's a few things on my mind. I actually was listening earlier. I actually listen kind of often um, ever since somebody actually from the uh, – they're from Norwich, Connecticut, actually. And on a blog, they actually told me about your radio station. I listened to it and, you know, found some interesting things. Great. Um, basically, the premise of my call is um, kind of disputing the fact that um, – I mean, I, I understand your whole premise of, um, you know, free people. Mm-hmm. But my argument is – and this is, you know, kind of proven – in history, specifically with the Russians, um, Peter the Great, I think it was, he actually left the people alone to their own devices to govern themselves, and, you know, nature took its course, and the bullies, you know, the people that were stronger rose to the top, and they abused the people that were weaker, and in the end, they wanted the government back. So uh, my question to you is, what, what, what makes you think that so many thousand, uh, well, hundred hundred years later, that people are capable of governing themselves without the tyranny. I mean, people govern themselves know, I, every single day. I mean, that's why everything is smooth as it is. That's why people aren't out killing one another is because they are governing themselves. The reason why people aren't out doing terrible things to one another is not because there's some cop somewhere in town sitting in his squad car. Uh, I, another thing is uh, that you're you know looking at in this particular instance is you're taking rural peasants in Russia who <laughs> were largely unarmed and couldn't uh, defend themselves against the strong guy in town. I'm really, I'm really not taking that for it. I'm, I'm just saying that history you know teaches us things that we should not ignore. Like and what? The fact that that people, well, for one thing, that people, no matter what, need to be governed. And, you know, when, I, when they're not, when they're not, a, I'm not saying subjective... that our system now is perfect because it's not. It's very imperfect. All I'm saying is that I have not heard any solutions from from you know Freekeen or freepog.com, whatever you guys have there, that is a better solution. A better solution you know, would, than would protect, government. Protect the weak from the strong, the weak from the bullies. You're you, saying... Hold on, wait, you think that the weak are being protected from the bullies? You're saying that... Do you think that, Hold it. I'm sorry. Are the weak or the bullies drilling in Anwar right now? Are the no, weak no, or the saying, bullies taking bullets yeah. in Iraq? Wait, are the weak or the bullies sitting in jail cells for smoking marijuana? Are the weak or the bullies collecting taxes? 50% I mean, of your income. I don't know what the weak what and the bullies are. The See, the fact the is, you're, you, you're, you, no, 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 nothing no, no, is absolute. Nothing is absolute. But what I'm saying is, you that just said people you, need to be if governed. You allowed, if you allowed people to be free and completely rule themselves and govern themselves, that, that in fact, that you know, the people out there, and you guys are good guys. Obviously, your hearts are in the right place. You have good souls. You're not, you know, um, predators. You're not predators of other human beings. So my point is, is that yes, you have a, you know, how many, how many people you got up there? What's the majority? What's the number? I mean, the thousands, 10,000, 20,000, 50,000. That's a small number considering comparing that to the bullies, the people that would take advantage of your goodness, your kindness. Well, okay, let me see if I've got this straight. You're saying that people need to have a group of men and women out there threatening them with violence and stealing over half of their income and telling them what they can and can't do in order so they can take over half of their income to supposedly protect them from bullies taking money from them that, is a total that doesn't opposite. follow does that it that is the total opposite of what i'm saying but that's I'm what we have that today the that we if you got a better system and if we could convince the rest of the world then hey i'm all for it because the one we well, have is very very wrong it's very fallible all i'm saying is that your system does not beat the one that's there because you know what Even my system of freedom of people being able to make choices for themselves doesn't beat the, right, the forced extraction can, of over 50 well, no, percent of your income saying, what you're saying you're doesn't make any guy, sense wait you obviously have a 
a fairly high IQ, but the rest uh, of the society doesn't. You've got to remember that. Right, I understand. Just, oh, go I ahead, just go ahead and say it. People are too stupid to be able to handle their own lives. Wait, you there mean you that they're... The, wait, there wait, you go. You mean you're it's, smarter than see, the rest of them, right, John? No, 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 oh, no, you no, can no, figure no. it I'm out. I'm one of the ones that need to be governed. I am one of the ones see, that need to be governed. Right. I am just so um, the open politicians smarter than you? That. Are the politicians smarter than you? Hell no. Well, <laughs> then why should they be making decisions for you? Right. Why shouldn't you be free, John? Why, John? But they are. The system that we have all accepted. I did not accept it, and I don't vote for no, it. I I'm don't not, accept well, it. Why don't me, you I choose your own ruler? Why shouldn't you be free we, to choose I mean for yourself? When I say we, no, it's I not mean even a majority, majority, my friend. It's a majority of those who are voting, well, then, and that's a minority. How do these people win? How do these people win elections if it's not the majority? It's, let me run this by you real quick. It's pretty simple. In most national elections, you're lucky if 50 percent of the people who are able to vote are you know of voting age will actually come why out and that? vote, why, and then only half of those people are actually doing the electing. So it's well, only a, you, it's a minority every voting, way you slice it. The people that are voting, right? I mean, this goes back to the statement you made a couple minutes ago, a couple seconds ago, about the people out there being. I'm not saying people are stupid. I'm saying they're uninformed. <laughs> they're lazy. They don't want to know the facts. So they're out there voting on on ignorance, on lack of knowledge. So you're right about that. Right. I, I, agree I, am, totally. I agree with you that the people are out there voting on ignorance, ignorance. and lack, sure. of, lack of knowledge. And I'm not proposing that those people should be able to rule you or should be able to rule me. I am proposing, however, that those people who are ignorant and have, and have a lack of knowledge on, a certain, on the subject of politics may very well be the best people to rule their own lives. And your, your assertion that, people, that history has shown that we need rulers is simply subjective. And what you're, you're proposing I is... I disagree. I, I totally disagree on that. How can I you totally disagree, disagree that it's subjective? Because if you look at history, I'm, I'm a student of history, and I'm a very open-minded, and if... If not, hold on, you're wrong, not open-minded. Oh, wait, wait a second. I, you you are not open-minded if you think that you can interpret history and not call it subjective. That is a closed-minded well, statement. I'm telling you that, you know, say for, you know, in, in, the, in the so-called dark ages, which really wasn't dark at all. They actually invented many, many things that we use today. But the point is, is in the so-called dark ages, who ruled the strong? The bullies. The, Who rules the now, man? <laughs> yeah, what kind of world yeah, are you living no, in, no, man? Look, they're not. They're not shooting, um, you know, corpses over our, over the castle's walls, soaked in tar and and set of flames. They're killing people know? in other countries all around <laughs> the world. Are, what are, are you talking right. about? Look, You're John, right, if you I'm if saying. you believe that you can't take care of yourself, you should be free to choose a ruler for yourself. I'm with you there. By all means, just don't force your ruler on me. That's all I'm asking for. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. If people want to elect someone to choose someone for themselves to boss them around, they should be free to make that choice. Just don't try to make that choice for me. What's wrong with that? 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. This is Free Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition. You can bring up anything. Just dial the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. If we get a chance tonight, we'll uh, talk about the upcoming new New Deal. The 21st Century New Deal. Uh, we'll get to that here. 800-259-9231 is the number for you. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site we give away. So enjoy those, including... 
The Shrine of Female listeners, dozens of ladies who've sent us their validated photo to prove they listen to the show, head over to shrine.freetalklive.com and see what that's all about. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. If you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections, it's a tough economy, and uh, you know you need, you need to get those bills in. There's people out there that owe you money, and they just don't want to pay. Try SACL CAI. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to keep your, collect your money, but you want to keep your clients, too. SACL CAI. You can check out their banner at freetalklive.com. That's SACL CAI. Let's go to your phone calls. Chuck is listening to WSCFM in South Carolina. Hello, Chuck. Hey, how you doing? Just great. You're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, man, I just want to put it out there. You know, so many people want to complain and moan about things that are going on, but yet they're just so... They're just so passive about things, you know. They vote for the same old, same old, and they want to get here and just complain and pick apart everything y'all talk about. Folks need to get out there and say something. Well, one of the reasons why Free Talk Live is here to, is to allow people to say something uh, where you don't have to be on topic necessarily. If there's something that's really uh, itching at you and you want to get it out over the airwaves, that's why we're here. Uh, what is it specifically you're referring to? Uh, just, I mean, listening to folks on, on your radio channel, I've been listening for probably about six, nine months, maybe a year now. Okay. And everybody's always got, you know, such a good opinion to come against what you guys have to talk about. My thing is this. The same people never get out there and they, they don't never vote. They don't try to change nothing. They just want to sit here and complain. Well, now, and let's be fair. I, I, Wait, well, let's be fair, Chuck. When has voting ever really changed anything? <laughs> well, unfortunately, you know, we're stuck with you got to get in there, you got to drop your vote i mean unless i don't have to do anything i did not i voted for george phillies for president this year uh, because well i could because he was on the ballot here in new hampshire it was one of the libertarian candidates but for it's the most part it's a waste chuck, of time it, it, chuck it's i think it's 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 unfortunate that we uh, that the founding fathers put together what probably at the time sounded like a really good system but when they put together voting they sort of put this zero sum game in place that really only gives us two parties. You're essentially always going to have this big tent uh, situation. And if we had something like uh, instant runoff voting where uh, people voted for the people that they wanted and, you know, in descending order, one, two, three, four, five, that kind of thing, you would find that we would have a system of governance that would be far less uh, corruptible. You wouldn't find the... Um, I don't know. I know you don't know. You're <laughs> know always going to be against any kind of government. There's plenty of what, socialist countries that have this proportional representation you're talking about, Mark, or that have well, the I instant feel we're going towards socialism now with the, the way the government's formed. You know, not just Obama. It started with Bush, Clinton. I mean, the oh, whole yeah. shebang, the whole shooting match. I mean... The whole thing of Congress, the whole House, it all needs to be cleaned out through voting. I mean, peace well, how about instead of that? I'm not an advocate of violence. No, me neither. Me neither. We advocate out. peaceful solutions on this program, but I don't think that uh, I don't think there's any hope personally for the federal government. I think instead of cleaning house, because that's never worked in the past, I think that instead of cleaning house, we should just forget about the feds and uh, secede and get the hell out of this uh, awful union because it was a bad idea to begin with and it's it's a worse idea today. Uh, I think that if you're going to have voting and you're going to have the uh, you know this, these violent monopolies known as governments, you're better off having them on a more local basis if you're going to have them at all. Uh, there's no point in having some centrally controlling uh, authoritative uh, nanny state in Washington, D.C. It doesn't do any of us any good. All it does is extract wealth, 
to a tremendous level and then uh, sucks off all that wealth, does what it wants with most of it, and then returns a fraction of it to uh, to you if you're lucky. And so there's no real benefit there. It's just a it's just a giant tick, a big parasite, and I really see no benefit to it. Do you? You know, I agree 110 percent with you. That's why I listen to your show. I appreciate what y'all are doing. And <laughs> I say 110 percent. Just keep rocking on because people need to hear the truth because it's not out there on your local, uh, you know, TV stations and whatnot. For the most the part, it is not. The last, the last hope we have. The last bastion and, I mean, just of keep uh, preaching what you're yeah. preaching because eventually, hopefully, you're going to get through to people, and we're just going to say enough is enough. I mean. Thank you, Chuck, for the call tonight. I really appreciate hearing from you, and uh, I happen to agree. Uh, you know, I I appreciate it too. And then I think back to, to you know, the founding fathers, and uh, uh, you know, the, the, how many of these uh, great uh, thinkers in in the uh, Enlightenment era that uh, considered liberty and and talked about it, and in the foundation of our our country, and it didn't happen. You know, like uh, we're talking about liberty now. They were talking about liberty then. We don't have it. They didn't set up a system that that makes uh, you know makes for liberty. They've set up a system where people figure they can use the government to get what they want, and they don't mind telling you what to do in the process. They don't mind turning you into a wage slave. Essentially, I mean, half of your wages go to to your owned. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> to either federal, state, or local um, taxes, and some people would say even more than half. Um, it, I guess it depends on how you do the math, but. If half of your wages are going to pay for governments, national, state, and local, you're half a slave. Well, people are going to, I agree with Chuck, people are going to have to wake up. They are going to have to, at some point, draw a line in the sand. They are going to have to say, enough is enough. I've had it. I'm not going to take it anymore, and I'm willing to do something about it. Of course, that something is, uh, the, you know, the, the critical question is, what are Americans of today willing to do? We've got this plantation that we're all living on that is so comfortable. I mean, we've got our Xboxes and Playstations and, and uh, widescreen televisions and, and Internet and our gadgets and all kinds of stuff to, uh, to occupy our time and, of course, plenty of things to alter our consciousness. I mean, there's, uh, there's so much out there to keep people distracted. Uh, it's not like the, old, the plantations of old with the taskmasters and the whips and the, and the obvious enslavement. So people are really going to have to wake up, and then they're going to have to decide what they're willing to risk in order to achieve some extra level of liberty beyond what we currently have today. And I don't think most people are willing to risk it yet. I don't think most people who understand liberty are willing to put anything significant on the line. At least that's the impression that I get from doing this show and talking to various different people and and uh, coming to understand that it's – I mean, you were talking about the founding fathers, Mark. Those guys put it all on the line. They didn't. They didn't have uh, heat and air conditioning and all the the creature comforts that we have today. They put their uh, their sacred honors and their fortunes and their property and lives, their, fortunes their, and sacred honors, their lives and their families, honors. and they put it all at risk. We don't have to go that far. We really don't. We have the information super. You know, we've got this information super highway. This new technological age that uh, that uh, news travels at the the speed of light. Uh, we've got the ability to shine the the light on these cock. Cockroaches calling themselves government in a way that has heretofore been uh, unseen by the world. And so uh, things are starting to fall in our favor, and we really won't have to do very much to achieve that liberty that we're looking for. As an example, you don't really, you're not going to have to put a whole lot on the, on the line, but you're going to have to put something on the line. And what it could be is as simple as just going and asking for a jury trial next time they're bringing you up on some sort of charges, whether it's a open container or whatever it might be. There's news here recently, Mark, that here in New Hampshire, 
They've had to delay jury trials by several months or something like that because, well, there are just too many of them, and it's too costly for them to... It costs them some, apparently like up to $1,200 just to send out the jury selection notices. So there's a cost involved in all of these things, in these governmental actions. And if people were to just put some level of burden on the system, it'll all come crumbling down. It's Free Talk Live. You take control. Hey, podcast listeners. I've been working with a couple of advertisers who have concerns about the ages of our podcast listenership. Generally, the younger the person, the more likely they are to fill out a survey. We need to counteract this trend. Please, take a moment to go to survey.freetalklive.com and let us know your age and sex. That's survey.freetalklive.com, especially if you're over 25. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can bring up anything just by dialing toll-free 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free. We give them away, though we are asking for a little assistance on your part. Uh, Mark, you are the salesman for the show. That's correct. And when you're doing your sales thing from time to time, I guess recently you've come across... A particular business category that is very, very restricted by the goons calling themselves the federal government as far as what they can aver- what uh, venues they can advertise with. And one of the restrictions is apparently they can't advertise with a, with a venue that has a listener, a younger listenership that is above a certain level. And by our demographics that we've uh, found online that we've uh, been polling over our the Our unscientific years. polls online, right. uh, you, you'll find out that uh, younger people have a tendency to fill out surveys more than older people do. They just, I don't know, have more time. You got me. They're, more, uh, they're, they're less jaded. I don't know. Whatever the reason, uh, it, it seems as though our online uh, demographic polling is, has been skewed a little toward the younger side. So what we are asking you to do, if you are a listener of ours who is over 25 – is go to survey.freetalklive.com and just answer the first couple questions. You don't have to fill out the entire thing, unless you want to. That's up to you. Uh, but the, the first couple of questions are demographic-related, mm-hmm. so um, sex and age, and that's all we're looking for. Uh, so if you've not yet gone to survey.freetalklive.com and you're over the age of 25, please take a moment and do that. It really will only take you less than a minute, maybe less than 30 seconds. It's not a very long process. Survey.freetalklive.com. You don't even need to enter an email address. You can just answer those two questions, click submit, and you're done. Yep. So that's what we're asking you for. We appreciate your help with that. And also want to invite you to learn more about the Free State Project. I was talking about how I think secession's a good idea. Now, I'd like to make it clear the Free State Project is not officially in favor of secession. All the Free State Project is is a movement of liberty activists all moving to the same geographic location, and that location is New Hampshire. Uh, Mark, you and I are participants in the Free State Project. We moved here to New Hampshire back in 2006. And uh, I love it. It's great being here. We're surrounded by so many activists. Let me give you an example of what's happened here recently. Our friend Lauren Canario is one of the sort of civil disobedience superstar activists. She's one of my personal heroes. And she's been in a federal prison cell for thirty, almost 30 days on a charge of disobedience or something like that. What was the charge? Disorderly conduct? One of those nonsensical catch-all charges? Because she didn't want to take her cell phone out of her pocket at the courthouse or something like that. Something really nonsensical. And it was just an incredible level of punishment for what she did. 
she got out today, and they let her out a couple days early. And I think one of the reasons they let her out early was because the activists were planning to do a, like a Thanksgiving Day picnic outside of the jail on the day she was scheduled to be released. And I don't think the jail people wanted that to happen, so they just kind of let her out this morning. She picks up the phone, calls uh, Pork 411, which is a special service here that one of the activists has set up, that you dial this number, leave a message, and then the message is automatically sent out to to hundreds of people's email boxes. So she sends this message out saying, hey, I'm out, I'm over here, come get me if you can. Some other guys called Pork 411 said, we're going to get her. They went out, grabbed her, took her out here to Keene, where it's which she lives near the Keene, New Hampshire area. And within mm, four hours of her initially making that phone call and saying, I'm out, there were 19 people that gathered together in Keene, New Hampshire for lunch with Lauren to welcome her back and to, uh, to socialize and to, to say hi and sit down and, and, uh, and eat together. And it was just a wonderful experience of how... Amazing these people are. One phone call results in 19 people showing up in less than four hours' notice. Many of these people were driving across the state to be here for this. That, and, and, and to help me chop wood. Today. Yeah, and they came out to help you, too. <laughs> it, it's, it's a great uh, family atmosphere. So these are some of the best activists, some of the nicest people, and they're all getting together here in New Hampshire. So if you think that sounds exciting, the idea of liberty activists all uh, gathering together in the same place, go to freestateproject.org and learn more and, and get involved. Because if you want to have a chance at liberty in your lifetime, I personally believe this is the best opportunity that we have ever seen. Now, if I'm wrong about that and you know of something better, I'd love to hear from you. 800-259-9231. Of course, we'll take your calls about anything as well. We go to Bobby listening to WSC-FM in South Carolina. Hello, Bobby. Bobby, you're on the Hey, air. how are you? Hey, what's on your mind? Oh, yes, sir. Your topic earlier about people being able to govern themselves. That was uh, the caller who suggested that uh, he did not believe that to be true. I believe that it's true. Your thoughts? Uh, yes, sir. I believe it's, you know, First Amendment and available rights, you know, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. If that's what makes you happy, then by all means, that should be your vote. I, I don't quite understand. Um, vote? Uh, well, what, yeah, what I'm trying to get at, you know, is, I mean, it's our liberty to, you know, we the inalienable rights are set down. You know, these are God-given rights that people aren't supposed to be able to take away, and I guess what I'm trying to get at is it's our liberty to vote for whoever our leader is, and that should be your decision and no one else's. So can I vote for myself? By all means, yes. And is that enough? Do I need anybody else to vote for me to lead me, or can I just vote for me and then that's it? Voting's closed. No one else gets to, gets to decide. Well, I hope that everybody in the United States has the capacity to you know, vote for themselves. I would hope so, at least. So, uh, yes, sir. Great. I'm with you. And if they want to vote for somebody else, if they want to give, you know, Bobby in South Carolina the ability to uh, tell them what to do, and you would agree to that you want to tell them what to do, then they should be able to make that choice for themselves. Just don't force That's me right. into it. You know, I I love That's the idea right. that um, that you could give uh, that you could write down what some of the unalienable rights are. You could write them uh, on a piece of paper, give them to the government, tell them that uh, the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, and that the government wouldn't write. 20,000 laws to infringe on that uh, that right. However, 
the evidence is that they do. That's the federal level. There's yeah. other gun laws at uh, the yes, state sir. level as well. So uh, you're right. Where did I think where everybody went wrong was when they allowed the first law controlling their behavior. Whatever that was, the first one that uh, was put into place telling them what to do, and if they going along with that was the you know the well, first step down the road to I want their behavior controlled if they want to hear uh, hurt people, but uh, you know as long as they're not hurting anyone, I don't think that they. You know, who am I to tell them what to do? No doubt about it, Bobby. Any right. other thoughts? Oh, no, that was it. Y'all Thanks. Have a good day. Thanks, Thank dude. You, Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Let's continue and talk to Alex in New Jersey on the amp line. Hello, Alex. Hey, guys. How's it going? What's on your mind tonight? I was with my friends at a uh, restaurant on Thursday night, and um, I was on the computer because they had Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. and they went out to smoke a cigarette, and when they came back, they told me that these guys outside were breaking into a car. Oh, my. So I looked up. I looked out the window and I see these two shady guys, and one of them is crouching and by the lock. One of them is standing up, being a lookout, mm. and um, they look like they're trying to break into this car. And um, a cop drove by. There was an accident down the highway, so the cop had his lights on, and when he drove by, they both ducked. So I thought that was pretty sketchy. Yeah, that's pretty, and, yeah, uh, pretty suspicious behavior. Want, I didn't want to like do anything because you, you, you never know. Maybe it's their own car. And because I had this like libertarian mindset, I didn't really want to get involved with the cops. Uh, so, but the friends eventually called the cops, and uh, the cops came. And I was just watching through the window. I went down to look at my laptop. A squad car came up, and then all the, the all of a sudden, as soon as I looked out the window after that, everyone was gone. So um, maybe they got arrested. I'm not uh, quite sure. But uh, the question is, when is it moral to call the police, or is it moral to call the police? Is it perhaps better to go out and confront them by yourself before calling the cops first? I want to know your guys' views on that. It's a good question. It's really tough. Um, you know, they, the, the the cops have the monopoly uh, privilege on force, and uh, sometimes they they use it well, and sometimes they use it poorly. I can tell you that in that instance, uh, I would have called the police. Now, um, the, I'm scared to call the police personally. I mean, because we've seen so many stories where the person who calls the police becomes the immediate suspect. And the cops, in many cases, will just find an excuse to arrest whoever it was that called them. I mean, they're looking to arrest somebody, so let's arrest you for something. Well, you, you know, and if you go in there and you happen to be armed, let's say, um, and you you draw down on these guys, there's a chance that they'll uh, lay down on the pavement and wait for the, the police to come. And there's a chance they won't. And then what? What, what, what are you going to do? Cap them as they run away? That's yeah. right. It's a good question. Uh, hey, hang on, I'm going to bring it back here because we actually had another one of our listeners. Uh, he had his car broken into out in front of his house while he was home. He came outside and ran after the guy. And, of course, the question then becomes, well, what do you do if you catch him? More on the way. You take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition. You take control of the airwaves, toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us online, freetalklive.com. Features free. Enjoy those on us. Those other talk show hosts want to charge you for their sites. We give ours away. In fact, some may suggest we've got more for free than they've got for their char- in their charging section. Uh, see for yourself over at freetalklive.com. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, Go and do your shopping with us. 
at amazon.freetalklive.com. You've got holiday shopping to do. Maybe you've been putting it off. You're going to have to get it done at some point here within the next few weeks. So head over to amazon.freetalklive.com and do it all from within the comfort of your office or your home or wherever it is that you uh, have your computer because you'll have it delivered to your door. I believe Amazon even offers gift wrapping if you want to take care of that uh, with them. Uh, Also, you're going to get great deals. You're going to get the brands you trust. You're going to see uh, user reviews of the products you're looking to purchase before you buy them. That way you know you're not getting a piece of crap. Uh, Amazon.freetalklive.com and free Super Saver shipping on a whole bunch of items. So really, there's no real reason to go to the shopping malls and to deal with the, you know, the department stores and all that other nonsense. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Because nobody wants a piece of crap. Oh, yeah, and by, by the way, Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase if you enter through that link. So we uh, go back briefly here to Alex in New Jersey. You are sitting out. A, a, you're at a restaurant. You're on your laptop. You notice there were some guys doing some suspicious things, possibly breaking into a car. Somebody made a phone call to the police, and you were saying – you were asking yourself and also asking us, well, what should you have done in that situation? Should you have called – the cops or not, should you have gone out and confronted them? And I think that if you had, especially if you had somebody else there with you, I think that it makes sense to go out and confront them in the first place because it doesn't seem like car thieves are likely to just open up and start blasting on you or something like that. I mean, most thieves are pretty cowardly. They are more likely to just run away if encountering uh, somebody, if encountering a potential owner of what it is that they're, uh, they are looking to steal. Do you feel like that might be the case, Mark? I, I I do agree that thieves are a, a cowardly lot. That they, yeah. uh, you know, if if they were <laughs> if they were brave guys, uh, they wouldn't be out, uh, you know, trying to steal a car. They'd be uh, sticking a a gun in someone's face. Not to say that that's particularly brave. If uh, you know, I mean, probably the the most admirable uh, behavior would be go get a job. But um, you know, no, I mean, I think they're 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 cowardly and they probably would run away. So did that answer your question, Alex? Yes, it does. Thank you. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate it. Let's continue here and talk to Trey, listening to WSCFM. Trey, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, hi. Yeah, I was actually um, I was having a discussion with a friend the other night over some coffee, and um, I brought up the Free State Project. I'd heard a little bit about it. been listening to you guys for a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I really like the idea, and, and he just posed the question that if you grouped enough activists in an area... Wait, wait, wait. Then... Wait, wait. Before you go on, tanks in the street. Bombs. Bombing uh, nuclear weapons. Uh, atom bombs. What, which, what was it? No, no, he was actually, okay. uh, <laughs> you know, using a tr- more traditional government style of subversion by uh, uh, attaching a stigma to the project, thus, you know, bringing fewer people in and, and, and destroying it through stagnation and atrophy instead mm. of, you know... Did he give a the, specific the uh, example? Did he give it like a specific example? I'm not sure. He couldn't create a, a, a certain specific example, but he was just bringing up, you know, the negative connotations that have generally been brought uh, to the public's mind by things like, uh, you know, using terms like anarchy in a sure. bad sense or, or things like that, or or just generally trying to associate you guys with anarchists. This or is happening. I mean, there are people. There are things you guys aren't. There are people out there who are painting. Who would love to paint everybody who's in the Free State Project, this movement of liberty activists, all to New Hampshire, that would love to paint them all with that broad brush and right, say they're, they're socialists. All anarchists. Those, that's what those people are. Um, but those, they're doing that. They're right, doing they're, that. They're, they're, they're sick thing. socialists. However, if the government, whoever this uh, group, if, if, I, when, when you say things like that, imagine guys in dark suits with dark glasses. Um, you know. 
they have not swept in. I mean, the easiest thing to do would be to pick up, people up to yeah. pick up uh, five uh, five or to a dozen of the Free State Project members, slap child porn in their computer. You know, these guys can uh, you know trump up charges just as fast as they possibly can. Then suddenly, all Free State Project members are baby raping uh, uh, you know jerks, and wham, bam, it's done. They haven't done that yet. Why wouldn't? Why haven't they? Is really the question. I mean, if well, if if what your friend's paranoid, they uh, just weren't a big enough target yet, uh, and and he just feels that like if anything, you know, were to get started, you know, in 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 uh, the powers that be's mind, I guess he's, okay. he's kind of a skeptic kind of guy. Like well, I understand that. Sure. that. Now, um, it's a, the, I think the it's next a legitimate step, concern. The I next do. step, it's possible. I don't believe in that kind of uh, conspiracy, uh, conspiracy paranoia. However, the next step um, that you have to ask this gentleman uh, really is is. Well, what would he do about liberty? And the answer is nothing. What is he yeah, doing? He's he's, uh, uh, he's got his own little plan there, but it's a bit uh, it's a bit pie in the sky. Um, it's okay. embarrassing to even mention. <laughs> I want to hear it. What uh, is it? <laughs> it involves uh, a gigantic robot. <laughs> Excellent. He's kind of a he's kind of a physics and mechanics freak. He's really good with computers. Hey, man, I'm all for guess, the giant robot, dude. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's an IT guy that watches a little bit of anime. And it's, I wouldn't say it's out of his mechanical prowess, but yes, it is. Uh, budgeting issues. Yeah, odds um, are good the Defense Department has him beat on the robot uh, and, financing. And, and, and prowess as far as design and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, I, I, I understand the concerns that, oh my gosh, once this Free State Project gets too big, the federal government's going to target you, they're going to take you out, look out, be afraid, be very afraid, etc. And, uh, you know, that's fine. If that's the way things go, okay, at least I won't, have any, in a blaze I, of glory. I won't have any... Any regrets about what I did in my life, and I feel like I've done the right thing every single time, and uh, you know I don't have any regrets. So if that's the way things go, then fine. I don't personally believe it's going to go that way because we're already having an effect. They already know where we are. We're already on their radar, and you know the worst that's happened so far is our friend Lauren Canario spent 30 days in uh, in jail. They are trying to send a message, but all they're going to do is send a message that people need to get here, move here sooner rather than later, and get active. And I'm it's going to create more consequences for I'm them. all for critique. Um, when people can come up with critique, that's yeah. a good thing. And sometimes it, it, it's part of stimulating conversation. But then there's a there's a downward side to critique where it just it, it, it goes up over the hump and there's just too much of it. And, you know, I don't... It, 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 anybody can offer critique on uh, governance. And the fact is, that's how you end up with freedom because... Everybody's opinion stinks, and so they might as well have their own opinion instead of shoving theirs down my throat. And then when you want to get to freedom and liberty, this everybody's got an opinion on how you should get there, and most of theirs stink. Because, well, I mean, if you look at this, Vote. talk to your neighbor, um, you know, t- talk to people about liberty. Well, they've been doing that since uh, Thomas Paine, and that <laughs> hasn't worked. And voting for liberty, well, come on, they've had the free, uh, the libertarian product. Uh, 30 liber- years. Yeah, thir- 30, um, more than 30 years. Yeah. Uh, 1971, the Libertarian true, Party was, true. Uh, came up. Going and then up there, were, there, there was a, a Libertarian wing of the Republican Party, Barry Goldwater, and those, those that ilk hasn't worked. I mean, we haven't had a liberty-minded president ever. So the, the folks that uh, poo-poo the, the Free State Project as a plan that won't work um, – what are you doing? What, what do you got? And I don't mean you, Trey. You're the one just calling in about the issue, and I thank you for it. Any other thoughts? Well, I was, I was basically, I told him that I really agree with you guys and would like, you know, sometime in the near future, if it's economically feasible, to, to join as a free stater. 
It's my only concern is it's that free. I spent 21 years in Charleston and uh, Hey, New I Hampshire. spent 26 years in Sarasota, Florida. I spent uh, th- yeah, 37 years in Florida. So we're with me, you, man. Me and snow and driving. It's uh, I guess it's, I could get used to it though for liberty. You absolutely, absolutely, that's could. the right mindset. You know, it was my main objection when I first heard about the Free State Project. Uh, my main objection was, oh my God, all of these states. Because when I heard about it, there were 10 states to choose from. My thought was, oh my gosh, they're all cold. What am I going to do? I'm a Florida native, and uh, now having been up here, this is my third winter. This is our third winter mark that we're going to about to go through. The amazing and, thing I found is when I got up here is they have heat. Yeah, it's really cool. Heated. Car- Cars, heated uh, buildings. Uh, there's clothes. Garages to, to keep the uh, ice off of right. the car if you want to have that. It's amazing. Yeah, and if it's you're kind of like Florida, it, except the opposite. Well, and if you're living in a city, you know the roads are, are are plowed. You don't have to go and spend a bunch of time plowing your lo- lengthy driveway. So it really is not that difficult. <laughs> Most of the stories about icy roads and that kind of stuff come from people who have experienced it driving on a road in 1973 with a 65 Impala with rear wheel drive, you know, chains on it. it. Like it's it's entirely different when you're talking about all-wheel drive vehicles or front-wheel drive vehicles. My little Dodge Shadow climbs my iced-up driveway like a goat. So I, I definitely uh, understand where you're coming from, and the fact is, once you're up here and you experience it, you go through your first winter, it's pretty cold the first time. The second time, it's not as bad, and and uh, and actually, cold temperatures here are different from cold temperatures down in, in the south. I can't really explain why, but... I think it's drier. They are. I thank you for the call, More Trey, dry. and I appreciate your optimism. 800-259-9231. Uh, we've got Cal on the line who lives here in New Hampshire. We'll talk to him here in a few moments if he hangs through the news. Jeremy, Caleb, uh, Amplify calls all over the board here. We've got a whole other hour to go. This is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. If we get the chance, Obama's proposed the new New Deal. The New Deal for the 21st century. Excellent. What's all that about? We'll look into it. Take your calls about what you want. Hour three's coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line as we launch here in hour number three of the live Saturday edition. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. We go, lady listeners first. Debbie, listening to WSC-FM. You're on Free Talk Live in South Carolina. Hello, Debbie. Hello. How hey, are you guys? Just super. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I just found you tonight. It's the first time I've I've come across you, and I just feel like you're, you're speaking to me. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know I was life. lost, Debbie. <laughs> No, I think I was, and now I'm found. Hallelujah! Well, welcome aboard. Uh, so this is one of the reasons why I love being on FM stations. Debbie, quick question, quick demographic-related question. Do you ever go to the AM band? Um, periodically. Interesting. Okay. Not too many. Uh, it's my opinion that not too many younger women uh, actually do go to. <laughs> your, your opinion is backed up by facts yeah, and demographic. The, the AM band. So, uh, so luckily, WSC is on FM over there, and uh, we snagged you tonight. So what's on your mind? Um, I, this is the first time I'm hearing about this free state idea. I'm very intrigued. Where in New Hampshire is everybody, or at least um, the informed, 
going to. Wherever they would like. Uh, somewhere in the Seacoast area, somewhere in the, in the uh, you know the northern area, somewhere in Keene. It's all over Manchester. So we're, what the, the the common element though is that all of the Free State Project members have signed uh, one simple agreement, and that is that they believe the maximum role of government should be the protection of life, liberty, and property. Which means that here in the Free State Project movement, you've got people that believe in very very small government, and then people like me that believe in self government, and there should be no uh, violent monopoly out there coercing people. And so if you want to get into the demo, you know, like the, the breakdowns of who's moving where, there tends to be a little bit more of kind of a non-cooperative, uh, civil disobedience, market-based activist element moving out to the Keene area. Also, there's an element there in the Manchester area that's sort of the big city. Manchester also has a lot of political activists. Concord, of course, being the capital of the state, has a, a, probably a good chunk of political activists there. And again, there's some people out on the seacoast, and there's like a handful of folks that have moved up into the hinterlands up north. Uh, but uh, And of course, there's small towns all across the state. It's just a beautiful place to live, and wherever you end up, uh, wherever is right for you, there will be liberty-loving people that are nearby and ready to assist and busy doing uh, wonderful activism that is unheard of anywhere else across the country. And I could get any kind of information on all of this on your website? You can go to, it's not our website, it's the Free State Project's website, that is freestateproject.org. Our website is freetalklive.com, and you're certainly welcome to go to either or both of those sites. Okay, great. Check out the Shrine of Female Listeners at freetalklive.com. You can uh, see all kinds of gals who send in their pictures to prove that they're listening to the show at at shrine.freetalklive.com. There you go. Debbie, any other thoughts? Uh, that's it. I'm, I'm just interested to find out more. And I thank you for the call tonight. And, and listen every weekend there on WSC. We're live uh, every weekend there from 7 to 10. Uh, thank you for the call tonight. appreciate it. 800-259-9231. I'd like to also suggest that to those of you listening on the radio, if you aren't getting our weekday show, then call the local talk station and thank them for airing the Saturday show and then ask them nicely to put on the weekday show. Yeah. Yep. Asking in a mean way, not going to do any good. Right, right. It, uh, it's it's a nice positive phone call you can make to the program director there, and they'll appreciate hearing from you, appreciate knowing that you like what they've decided to do with their Saturday nights. All right, so we continue with your calls uh, going internationally uh, to Norway, where Marius is on the line. Hello, Marius. You're on the amp line. Hey there. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Yeah, I was calling about, uh, like, uh, a little over a year ago, I uh, sent you an email about... Uh, uh, Coming ban of slot machines in Norway. The, the uh, a ban, yes, a ban slot machines. Yeah, because uh, there was like in uh, all kinds of uh, grocery stores and Seven Elevens and uh, all kinds of places in Norway, there's been uh, like slot machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them has been um, pri- all, all private, and some of them has been all um, uh, the, supported by uh, by charities, so that you could like uh, spend a couple of. Uh, a little money on a slot machine, and, uh, and if you lost it, it will go to a charity. Or Sounds like kind. fun to me. That's how bingo works yeah. here in the United States. Is uh, they have you know often churches have bingo nights, and uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, the problem is just that uh, people get addicted to gambling. You know, uh, the, the poor gambling addicts that will uh, spend all their welfare money on these machines. Right. So everybody so has to be don't... prevented from having fun because there's a few yeah, people yeah, that will sure, get addicted. Yeah, especially people on welfare. So. Uh, <laughs> The Norwegian government really took a proactive approach to this. They banned slot machines altogether. Ah, has that uh, stopped the problem of gambling addiction? They didn't stop the problem of gambling addiction hmm. because the numbers are in, and uh, and uh, the number of gambling addicts in Norway is just as high as they were <laughs> before the ban. 
Yeah. You know, it figures. And um, Marius, I thank you for the call tonight and the update on that, because when you look at prohibition, it's always the same, whether it's alcohol prohibition or gambling prohibition or prostitution or whatever it is you're looking at, drug prohibition. There are always going to be people who want to get their hands on the prohibited product or service. And in fact, the statistics bear out exactly what Marius is saying there in the realm of drug prohibition. Studies that were done have found that the number of drug addicts is the same percentage today as it was before drugs are prohibited. The number of hardcore, strung-out drug addicts, same percentage. And he's saying the number of gambling addicts there in Norway, a year later after the ban has been in effect, same percentage. It doesn't change people's behavior. It just puts them in jail cells for it. The guys I was sitting in jail with a few weeks ago when I spent a weekend in jail... None of those guys were going to give up doing drugs when they got out. They <laughs> oh, were all, I'm done with crack, right. baby. No, they were no all, more. <laughs> they were all looking forward to it, man. They were looking forward to their next you hit. See, the, and, and all it does is, uh, you know, making crack illegal, all it does is drive up the price of crack. Because otherwise it would be cheap. You'd, you'd have uh, generic forms of crack that are cheap as aspirin out there. And, and the people that want to smoke crack and do what you know whatever it does to them in the long term, I don't really care. It, the fact is, it's going to be a heck of a lot cheaper. They don't have to break into people's houses um, and steal their stuff. I mean, I mean, or you, into their cars, like our caller uh, earlier was experiencing. Uh, just brazenly, people breaking into a car right out in the, in the parking lot. Likely we're talking about drug addicts there. Uh, you know, the, the fact is, every once in a while, some of these burglars, uh, they have to have what they have to have so much that they're willing to break into someone's house and kill them to get their stuff. It's crazy. My wife and my child are put at risk every single day by these silly drug laws for drugs that they themselves have never used. Prohibition's absolutely insane. Hopefully we'll be able to end these other prohibitions sooner rather than later. Let's go to your phone calls about what you want. Cal is listening in New Hampshire to WKBK in Keene. Hello, Cal. Hey, gentlemen. How the hell are you? Hey, what's on your mind? Well, Isn't this Tarzan? uh, Yeah, yeah. Tarzan, man. Excellent. I got... Is it okay to ask you three or four questions? I don't know. We've got a bunch of calls on the line. Let's keep it to two, and then okay, you can call in next week. Who's your biggest inspiration between the both of you? Real quick. Um, from a radio side or from a political from side? From any side of the life. What's Who's that? your inspiration? What drives you? Oh, Who's... what is my inspiration? No, who, who drove you, and who, who drove you to your inspiration? Who's your mentor? Do you have a mentor? I, I, I think I've had several people along the way that have been very uh, you know, influential in my life and mentored right. me for periods what of I time. And I'd, I'd have to, you know, currently I'll claim Big Jim Davis, the guy who gave me my shot in Sarasota, Florida. The uh, general manager of Clear Channel down there at the time? Yeah, he was nice at the guy. time. Now he's down in Port St. Lucie. Right um, as far as my belief system is concerned, I would no, say who that... Who was your inspiration, man? Well, I would say that Harry Brown helped really form uh, my my current belief system today. Uh, Harry Brown, the president, Libertarian Party presidential candidate, 1996 and 2000. But my current inspiration well, are the great super activists that we have here uh, in New Hampshire. That's that's awesome, dude. And how come you two aren't back on Chester TV? What's going on with that? I mean, why can't we see you both on camera again? <laughs> I mean, we had Mark on camera. Why can't Ian and Mark do camera? Well, I'll, it's... Come, down and, I'll come down and work for you. <laughs> well, I appreciate Thanks, that. Thanks, Tarzan. I've been thinking about it, and I just haven't managed to get the... the oh, the, come on. The, get it's it too much. Now. It's a lot of work to do television, Tarzan. Dude, Have you ever I done... 53 episodes with Rick. 
Oh, really? Oh, that's fantastic. You know, yeah, the, I got them all on tape, man. I can, you guys can check any of my What he's referring up. to is the local cable access channel. At one point, Mark had his own weekly television show. And Just for kicks. You a, know? a lot of people were tuning into that, obviously. Mark, you're in high demand. I people was. are asking for you back. I was getting a I heck of a lot. I was getting a lot of people uh, stopping me on the street. It doesn't happen in my radio career. Yeah. I can no, tell you that. Why, hey, yeah, why can't you do a tag team right on this? Why can't the both of you do a tag team? You know, maybe once we have enough people to, to run a crew for something like that, where we wouldn't have to do a whole bunch of work. Uh, get, like, radio's great, because I can come down here, stumble downstairs, flip the microphones on, and, and do the show. You don't have to point any lights and do this, you know, e, you know this, this pre-prep that you have to do with television. So, you know, the answer is, Tarzan, I'm lazy. Call us uh, next week. We'll get your other questions then. More on the way. Your call's coming up. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Those features include live streams. We've got a broadband version, dial-up version, webcam version, all for free for you at listen.freetalklive.com. Again, that's listen.freetalklive.com. Now, we talk a lot about uh, solutions, or as often as we can, about solutions to these problems that are being foisted upon us by the men and women calling themselves government. And, of course, my one of my favorite solutions is the Free State Project, and we talk a lot about them. But what about for those of you that just feel like you can't pick up, you're, you're stuck where you are, you're feeling despair because there's just so much going on. You would love to join the Free State Project, but it's just not the right time for you. Go join our friends over at Bureaucrash. And even if you can join the Free State Project, join our friends over at Bureaucrash. Because if you're looking to get involved with other liberty lovers from across the country, and they do skew a little on the younger side of Bureaucrash, then join Bureaucrash and help us fight statism in all its forms at Bureaucrash.com. Also, be sure to check out our pro-freedom t-shirts and other swag at our contraband store so you can quite literally... Wear your beliefs on your sleeve. And don't forget to check out their new Bureaucrash Social. Great way to uh, to network with other liberty-loving people in your area and around the country and, I, I believe, around the world. Bureaucrash.com. We continue with your phone calls. And we'll go to, uh, I believe, uh, Caleb is on the line in Tennessee. Caleb, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, yes. Hey, what's on your mind? Um, I have two... We're uh, pretty interesting topics. To We've got one. You. Time for one. Go. Oh, okay. Well, uh, it's about Bob Barr, who reportedly... Bob Barr who? <laughs> what? What's he doing now? Does anyone care? What's this guy up to? No, no, one, no one cares, but it's just it's, it's <laughs> funny and interesting. Okay, so okay good. Everybody, I guess. Okay, um, him and uh, the other uh, candidate, who is Root? also pretty unpopular uh Ralph Nader okay mm -hmm. were having a uh, a brunch together which by that by itself is somewhat ironic considering they were running against each other and Is like, this so after no the election or we, I'm sorry time time frame here are we talking prior to the election or are we talking nowadays after the election a after the election okay. like uh 2 weeks or so after the election Got it um they got into a uh, an argument about McCain and Obama, which was stating the idea that if Obama was to get, uh, if, if he hadn't been elected, would the response have been the same as, oh, we have a new president, or 
it's just, you know, just a white guy. Uh, I don't really understand what, what you're getting at there. It, it's, it's coming. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's saying that Obama is the only, like, him being black is the only reason he was elected, in which... I think some people elected him because he was a socialist. But in which Nader, or not Nader, uh, Barr responded, you're completely wrong in every way, and then Bob Barr stands up and leaves him with the bill, and he had to call his, uh, he had to call a, Nader had to call a cab to get a ride home. Because he doesn't drive, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I was thinking... So you're saying Bob Barr's a jerk and he stiffed Ralph Nader? Well, he stiffed exactly. him. Exactly. Now I'm saying, imagine if he would have got elected. If Bob what, Barr would have been elected. Yes. What, what well. would have happened, you know? If, if somebody would have said one wrong thing to him, would it have been like, I'm out of here and left it to the vice president? You I, know? I don't know about that. That's not very likely. Bob Barr is, uh, you know, he's a politico just like anybody else in D.C. And uh, he's a former member of the CIA, as I understand it. And I'm sure he would have loved to have got his hands on the presidency. But as, running for the Libertarian Party, he knew he was, he must have known there was no chance he was going to win. Thanks for the call tonight, dude. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Bob Barr fading into obscurity. <laughs> as we continue with... As is the Libertarian Party, now uh, that they've picked him as, as, pres, as the presidential candidate. Let's talk to Steve listening in Ohio. Steve, uh, where are you calling from tonight? Good evening. How are you? Doing great. Where are you calling from tonight? I'm calling from Columbus, Ohio, capital city of the Buckeye State, and I'm receiving you on AM 1420 WSD. I don't know where they're located. I'm picking up by ground wave conditions. Oh. So uh, are you are you uh, in uh, what station believe... are you on in Ohio? I don't. Uh, I, well, I didn't know. Yeah, we're on in Athens, but uh, I don't think that's nearby you, and I've certainly never heard of that station before. The call letters don't come up, uh, so I'm not sure where where it is you're tuning that from. Yes, I always... a- AM 1420 WSD. I don't know where they're located at, but it, uh, interesting. Maybe it's inter- a pirate. Well, it's a it's a local station. Usually, I'll pick up Cleveland on 1420, and I'm I kind of uh, surf the medium wave, do medium wave DXing, and I just you know came I love radio geek stuff. I'm a, I'm a radio geek personally, but it's probably not interesting to 99 percent mm-hmm. of our audience. So, what were you calling for tonight? Well, just wanted to let you know I am receiving you. Uh, where you where you? I'm glad to t- uh, talk to someone that's a DXer with uh, AM radio. Uh, where was your uh, broadcast from? We're originating from Keene, New Hampshire, and uh, there are 44 or actually 45 now radio stations across the country that uh, pick us up and rebroadcast us from time to time. We'll come across like a secret station that had uh, started airing the show without necessarily telling us they did, and so it sounds like you've come across one of those. But I'm not sure where it is this station is. So it may be a part 15, which could be. Uh, which is sort of a legal uh, transmitting station at a tenth of a watt. So you may have somebody down the street from you uh, with an antenna up in the air that's essentially transmitting no no further than a mile or two on the AM band. Or it could be somebody doing a pirate radio transmission as well. So if that's all you were calling for was a DX reception, I appreciate it. Glad you're out there, and I thank you for the call tonight, sir. 800-259-9231. DXing is a, a radio slang term for listening to a radio station from far away, basically, as I understand it. You're you're not listening to your local stations, even though he seems convinced that that is a local station and whatever. Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea. 
All right, we continue here. Maybe he was listening to WIMS over in Illinois. That's a possibility. We go to Andrew listening to WSC-FM in South Carolina. Andrew, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's on your mind? Oh, nothing. I was just, um, I used to live in Vermont. I just moved down here a couple months ago to um, South Carolina, picking you up on uh, WSC. WSC. Everybody's giving our reception reports tonight. What do you got, man? What's on your mind? Oh, nothing. Uh, well, a lot, but I was just thinking that Pick one. Um, one. All right. The war on drugs. Let's uh, talk about that for a second. That's a good one. That's my pet issue. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I think it's ridiculous. Yep. It's completely ineffective. Oh, um, it's very effective at increasing uh, police off, uh, police departments' uh, budgets. Mm, that's true. Oh yeah, of course. It makes. I mean, it completely expands the government jobs and fattens pockets of people who give jobs to their friends, but the thing is is that they're filling up jail cells with people who are drug addicts and they're spending all this money to essentially fight, quote, the war on drugs when they're never going to win. I mean, if something gets dropped, if, if the second day you arrest somebody, they're going to get picked right back up by another drug dealer out there ready to um, grab that street corner. and. I don't understand the effectiveness. I don't understand what the logic is behind it. It's all about putting warm bodies in prison cells, increasing government budgets, rewarding friends, punishing enemies, and as you say, you know, keep bringing the money rolling into the government bureaucracies. It's not about protecting. It's not about serving. It's just about serving themselves. I thank you for the call. You're absolutely right. It's Free Talk Live. More coming up. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com is the place to go. Updates, you get signed up. We keep you in the loop. Whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live, you'll know it first if you're on the updates list. So go to updates.freetalklive.com to get signed up free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. Funknobs.com is an online store featuring whimsical decorative knobs and pulls catered towards customers looking to give their playroom, kids' room, bathroom, or even uh, the kitchen a unique and fun flair. Funknobs.com is the creation of parent company uh, Internobs.com online since 2004. Use code FTL, like in Free Talk Live, FTL to save 10% at Funknobs.com. As we continue with your phone calls, we go to Steve listening to WSC-FM in South Carolina. Hello, Steve. Hey, how you doing? Super. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, little side note, I talked to Keith Malinak over the week. Ah, yes, Keith Malinak, program director of WSC-FM. Yes, sir. And uh, he was telling me that with the Arbitron ratings, that uh, as it stands, that he wouldn't put you guys on during the week. Oh, drat. I don't know what that means. That may mean that his current show is doing well, and so therefore he is uh, not going to make a move. It may not mean that we're doing poorly. Exactly. I mean, he's not going to make a move because apparently his demographics are are liking what he's playing. It's that darn Savage, isn't it? Doesn't he have Savage on during the week there? 
You know, he they is, used to have Savage come on at 6 to 9, and then they moved him from 9 to 12. He is so entrenched. Uh, I don't know who they have on now, but over time, we're still going to be here as all those other guys drop off the, off, off the radar. So eventually, he'll make the right move. We look forward to it. Well, What's on your also, mind tonight, Steve? I mean, Savage just aggravates me every time I listen to him. But anyway, um, you remember the Republicans and the Whigs? The, yeah. the 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 Democratic Republicans and the Whigs. Are you, there you go. Okay. And the the Republicans of the time became the Democrats, and the Whigs became the Republicans. Sort of. Um, I mean, you know, some some people switched parties, uh, you know, at that time. But actually, the the party was called the Democratic Republicans and the Whigs. Um, so you right. had yeah, and and definitely at that uh, I think it was after the the third uh, president or maybe the fourth. Um, you, so essentially that kind of went away, and then you got the the Democratic Republican Party schismed, and obviously the people that were Whigs had to have gone somewhere. But yeah, I mean Republicans uh, traditionally have always been sort more of sort sort of more uh, uh, authoritarian and monarchic. My point is, it's like, you know, we, we've got the incumbent Democrats and the Republicans. When is there ever going to be a chance? I mean, the Republicans shot themselves in the foot for the past 12 years. I mean, when can we get uh, libertarians or some other party to come up to bat? I, I just It just does not seem that the, the, the United States thinks there's only two parties to vote for, Republicans yep. and Democrats, and they don't even – you know, they don't even give a second look at anything else. It's so true, and it's so frustrating. I was involved with the Libertarian Party for a, me- a number of years down in Florida, and so, I mean, I know it from the inside out. I- I've been paying attention to it for a long time. And, man, they've been giving it the best try they possibly can. It is one of the – it may be the largest third party in the country. Uh, they, they've been at it for almost 40 years now, running candidates on a national, state, and local levels, and they just keep striking out. And one of the reasons why – the number one reason why, I think – Beyond the fact that the media ignores them and they, uh, the, the government <laughs> yeah. schools indoctrinate people to believe there are only two parties, but beyond all that, the system is run by the two parties. And if there's one thing the Republicans and Democrats can agree on, it's keeping everybody else out. So, uh, so the, the entire system is constructed to prevent any third party from getting any level of legitimacy in the uh, in the scheme of things and that's just the rules are written to where you have to get to a certain percentage point uh in the polls i think it's like 15% or something like that in order to get into the debates the debates they didn't used to be set up by the uh the what do they call it the commission for the debates or something like that there's some sort of debate organization that the republicans and democrats formed after 1992's election remember 1992 they let Old Ross Perot into the Ross debates. Perot, I love him. Yeah. And, well, uh, Ross Perot's kind of a nut job, but he was better than. Of he course. seemed like a better choice than the other two. Uh, and yeah. and so Ross Perot, as crazy as he was, and dropping out right before, and then coming back in, doing all his craziness. Ross Perot ended up getting 19% of the popular vote. And so basically, what happened after that was, I think it was, was it the. Who was was it? The League of Women Voters, I think. Yeah, it was, it was the League uh, of Women Voters who used to hold hold the right. the, the, uh, debates. the debates. So they were the ones that were hosting the debates. And so the Republicans and the Democrats got together after 1992, and they said, "All right, we've got to cut these guys out of the picture. We've got to take over the debates. We're going to run them ourselves. We'll form this commission for the presidential debates. This can never happen again, right? And we're going to regulate everything okay, down yeah. to the temperature in the room, to the questions and everything. They really do have rules about what the temperature should be. And so they created this uh, presidential debate." 
commission. They set the rules. They set the bar extremely high to allow anybody else besides the approved parties on board. So it's very difficult to get in uh, on the national level, and it's and th- I've only talked about the debates. It's difficult as hell to even get your your candidate on the ballot. The Libertarian Party spends hundreds of thousands of dollars every presidential season just to get the names of the candidates on the ballots. That's money that they could spend doing outreach. It's money they could spend doing advertising. They could be doing all kinds of things with that money, but all that money's going into you know paying petitioners and paying state regulatory fees and filing paperwork and nonsense like that. So I guess my answer for you is I don't believe it's possible uh, to get a third party to a level of popularity at the on the national level because the deck is completely stacked against that ever happening. I think we've got a much I think we have a higher chance of secession than we do of uh, anything like that. Well, I'll tell you another thing, too. You mentioned it earlier, but uh, since the media is on the Democrat side and you've got the NEA involved, which, you know, we're just going to go ahead and brainwash our children, uh, the Republican Party is gone, so we're just going to end up having one party eventually. Well, well, I don't think the Republican Party is any more gone than the Democrat Party was when they lost an election um, in 2000 that they – I mean the, the presidential election. Ah, uh, but there was payback in 2004. Absolutely. There's going to be – you think Barack Obama is going to be anything but Jimmy Carter, only black? I mean I'm sorry <laughs> to say that that's what's going to happen. Unfortunately, he's being handed a very bad economy and – He's not going to he's and socialism doesn't work. So he's going to try to try to do that. The only thing he's done good so far is Volker. Um Who? Volker, Volker Who? I said. Uh it, it's the his, his, his uh treasury guy. I find I find really funny is you got Clinton retread in, in the cabinet. It's just amazing. You know, here's my prediction for you. I have a prediction. Uh, the Republican Party is all of a sudden going to find its principles. There you go. And over the next four years, you're going to hear the Republicans really striking out against socialism and striking out against I predict the there'll big be a, government. A contract with America. And then in 2011, <laughs> in 2011, the Republican candidates will be talking about smaller government. It's time to turn the country around. Trust us, folks. We're going to do it this time. We promise. We're the you back party the, of smaller government. Right. We promised you back in the 90s. We got hold of the power. We got drunk on. It. We forgot about our principles, and now we're back. And of yeah. course, most of the Republicans are going to fall right in line and believe the whole thing, hook, line, it, and sinker. Well, and they the really don't have, it's not that they believe it; it's just that they don't know what else to do. Yeah. What are they going to do? If you believe in smaller government, what are you going to do? Vote for the Democrats? I mean, well, really. I'm here in New Hampshire, and we're going to do you something know, here. Really, the thing is, fool me once, shame on me. Yeah. Or whatever Bush said, fool me, don't get fooled again. That was right. Funny. Well, the sad part is, Americans seem to get fooled every four years. I mean, it's yeah. just amazing. And yeah. when we when we did our uh, pre-election show and we asked the question on the air for people to call in who are really excited about the candidate they're voting for to explain why, all we got from people was just the most surface-level, nonsensical, trivial reasons to vote for these people. So even the people that are paying attention aren't even really paying attention. They don't even know what's going on. They don't even realize the wool has been pulled over their eyes, so they're going to get away with it again and again, whether it's Barack Obama being reelected in 2012 or some Republican getting elected on some smaller government message. The whole thing's going to start all over again, and the, the system will continue to p- perpetuate itself until people 
people decide that they can no longer, until people come to the conclusion that they can't achieve liberty through the voting process. And I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you, and I thank you for calling uh, your station and asking for more Free Talk Live. Those calls do make a difference. 800-259-9231. In the remaining moments, we've got enough time for your call. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain. We'll try to sneak your call in here, but I can't give you the number because the phones are loaded. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do so by becoming an amplifier, as have done almost 600 of our listeners, uh, all coming on board for as little as 3 bucks a month. We take that money in, reinvest it into the show, getting on more radio stations across the country, bringing new Internet listeners on board, exposing new people to the message of freedom and liberty. So if it's valuable to you, help us out by becoming an amplifier and get access to special perks like the amp-only call-in lines, chat room, forum, and more. All of the details are waiting for you at amp.freetalklive.com. You can use any major credit card, PayPal, some of the alternative options, all there for you at amp.freetalklive.com. And I mentioned uh, we welcome our brand new affiliate in Monroe, Louisiana, which we actually used to be on in Monroe, and then unfortunately the FCC came in with the iron fist of the state and actually just took the radio station off the air that we were on at the time. So it's good to be back in Monroe and uh, Farmerville, Louisiana on KBYO 92.7. And the reason we're on KBYO is because of the Free Talk Live amplifiers. Because we wouldn't be on KBYO if it weren't for the amplifiers sending us that money every month because we used that money to buy KBYO a satellite receiver. So we, the amplifiers are the reason that they are able to even receive our signal and put us on the air. So uh, welcome aboard to our listeners in Louisiana and thank you to the amplifiers for making all of this possible. As we continue with your phone calls, we'll go to Joe in Boston. Joe, you're on Free Talk Live. Joe in Boston, going once. Joe in Boston, Massachusetts, going twice. Hello, I'm, hey. I'm here. Hey, you're on the air. You just pressed the button too late. I didn't hear the beep until you said going once. Going there you twice. go. Go ahead, Joe. Okay. Uh, I want to compliment you guys. First of all, you're very nice. Even if someone disagrees with you, you don't say, oh, you can't call in and things like that. Yep, this and is I a conversation anybody can play. Absolutely. That's the way it should be. I think I'd like to talk about a subject. I'm going to answer why people are afraid of... Total free, uh, because we're afraid that it won't freedom. work. Freedom. You, yeah, you can't discipline yourself. Let me explain what I mean. There's a website, if I can give it out with your permission, it's criticalconditions.com. Can I give it out? You already did. You're done. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and there's a book called Critical Conditions. It's by Martine Lorenclu. I don't agree with her. She says the hospitals and all this tells about the problems and uh, don't mention names and employees. Be an advocate. Yes, be there 24 hours a day. You, you might not come out alive. If you have no one like me and some of the others, as, as you guys know, I call occasionally, and I really enjoy your show. I wish you were on a radio station here, but you're not. Uh, she talks about cases where it's taken two or three hours to get the right medicine. A girl is having a reaction. Mm-hmm. And doctors themselves are on the website if you go up, but they won't mention their names about horror stories. Now, here are people that are policing themselves, and this is a devil's advocate, and I'm being totally honest with you people. Uh, next time I call, I'll tell you about an experience I had with an with another person who wanted, who was supposedly free, okay. and these people, you can't police. They can't police themselves because nothing's getting done. It's getting worse. So how do you deal with it? They're free to police themselves. You see what I'm saying? They're free. To, you're saying hospital workers are policing? Uh, doctors. Yes. Uh, and if you can't get any help from a family member, go to a hospital worker. Go to the charge nurse. Now she may or may not be on your side. Remember, she works for the hospital. 
You know what I'm saying? Well, I can tell you that this is the reason um, that you've got uh, a coercive, mono- a coercive uh, government out there that uh, uses violence to keep people out of business. Um, you've got the AMA, which is a union mm. of doctors, doctors that keeps that that says, look, you can't have people out there practicing medicine uh, just willy nilly because folks will die and stuff. So the, you, they keep people out of business that haven't gone to school for umpteen hundred years in order to become doctors. And they manage to make it a very exclusive community. So they keep down uh, supply of medicine. By keeping down supply and you've got a high demand, what you're going to have is essentially they can, they can provide any kind of service and get away with it. Well, what about the doctors see, that screw up and they, they cover things up? Like, you know, the mortality rate is terrible in hospitals, and they keep that hidden from the public. And I think it should be exposed, like on your, on your Free Talk Live website. And I wish your If Amazon I knew what it was, site, I'd expose it. Huh? I don't know what it is. How can I expose it? Well, I have to say that in a true free market environment, which we don't have, we're not even close to it. The uh, the, the government system is, or the government is paying for over fifty percent of the dollars that's being spent in the healthcare system today. So it's a mostly socialist system. Uh, so th- there are all kinds of government rules, regulations, and red tape. Obviously. By what you're saying, none of that is working either. Um, so if we had a true free market environment, then there could be watchdog groups. And there may already be some watchdog groups. I'm not sure what they would be. Uh, but there would be there could be very well watchdog groups made up of people like you, Joe, and other people that are concerned about how things are going at various different hospitals and uh, th- th- what the situations are there and, and informing the public of the truth. And, of course, uh, in the absence of uh, governmental uh, regulation or any sort of governmental structure, the news media is going to be looking for things to report on besides what Barack Obama's wife is going to wear to the uh, to the inauguration, which is what I heard them talking about on the news today. Yeah, that's exciting stuff. Uh, and so they'll focus on things that make a difference in people's lives, like health care and wh- how people are being treated. You know, you'll see things like undercover investigations and things like that being, uh, being run on hospitals. And if it's not happening, then that just means that there's an opportunity for someone to get out there and provide that. I think that are, a lot of people are getting the health care that they're looking for. It's just costing them a lot of money. And there's a lot of unnecessary red tape around all of it. So I, I share your concerns. I think that the hospital situation in this country is absolutely dismal, and I think it's because of government involvement. In the absence of government involvement, there can be all kinds of levels of oversight, just depending on what people want to do. Does that make any sense? Joe? Joe's gone. Let's continue. You can talk about what you want. Jeremy is on the line in Montana listening to KGEZ. Hello, Jeremy. Jeremy. Hey. You're on the I, air. Hey, what's happening? Hey, I'm glad you're out of jail, dude. I just <laughs> kind of wondered how you got out of jail so early. But <laughs> Didn't you ask me this question last weekend? Hey, hey guys, I want to talk about um, the Tell of the Hun and uh, Pope Leo the First and about how this police state and world reckoning has been going on for hundreds of years, and they don't stop. I mean, until I had him shaking that, and he, he had their balls between his hands, and he could have did. And, um, you know, they, these mechanics have been going back for a long time, and they're not going to quit until we get to the brunt of it, and we find out where their jewels Really hard and crush them. Crush the family, Jules. I couldn't have said it better myself, Jeremy. Thank you for the call. Jules Vernon, around the world in 80 days. Always appreciate hearing from old Jeremy there. Actually, I kept Jules him Vernon. on hold for an entire hour. 
just because I know that he sits there and he drinks as he's waiting to get on the air. <laughs> so we continue with your calls. Gene is on the line, and he is the Christian anarchist in Tennessee on the amp line. Hey, Gene. Well, Gene. hi. I wanted to, uh, earlier somebody was talking about their rights okay. and uh, uh, being destroyed or whatever, and I wanted to try and uh, get people to realize rights are created they're part of the creation, and you cannot destroy them. All you can do is violate them. So everybody has the same rights from coast to coast and around the world. The only thing is that uh, gangs of thugs violate those rights. And people not. voluntarily relinquish them as well. They've been sort of trained into releasing their rights and not holding and, and not uh, essentially standing firm on them. And that's another factor, well, don't you think? Technically, you can't even release your rights. You can only not fight when somebody violates them. Good point, Gene. Any other thoughts? That's all. I just wanted to get the terminology right and hope that uh, people will start to use those right terms. I appreciate your clarification. Let's go briefly to Eric in Illinois on the amp line. Hello, Eric. Hey, how are you guys doing? What's on your mind tonight? Uh, I was just curious because I've been talking to a lot of new people about the concept of liberty recently. And I was wondering what, what kind of pitch, uh, I don't mean to use the word pitch like you're selling something, but you know what I mean. We are. Um, We're selling liberty. It's it's the truth. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what do you say to someone who's never heard of that kind of thing before and is kind of like uh, uh, skeptical about that kind of thing? Well, you know, usually, usually it's a lot easier to uh, talk about some specific instance. Um, you know, if you if you have that uh, sort of thing go on and, and you know, kind of uh, will armchair quarterback it for you just to say, sh- how do you talk to somebody about liberty? Very difficult because it sounds like you're going up and knocking on the door of somebody you've never met before. Usually you get in with some kind of issue or another, whether you're talking about the drug war, you're talking about, uh, you mm-hmm. know, high taxes, you're talking about, you know, police corruption, whatever it is that you're talking talking about that people believe in you know that's kind of the way you you, you approach it is you find the issue that we that you agree on and you kind of expand out uh, well i mean i i guess uh, a better question would be because uh, the one that i normally run into a lot is i talk about taxes and how there shouldn't be any mm-hmm. and that kind of blows people's minds like do you guys have a way to kind of like break that down a little easier for people or like have you had difficulty telling that to people or well, I mean, if you're talking about how there shouldn't be any, I can see how that you're kind of jumping uh, pretty deep uh, right <laughs> off the bat. Uh, I can definitely understand that. Usually you can uh, step in with uh, the income tax and say, uh, you know, if, if if we got rid of the income tax today, the government, uh, with all the fees that they're collecting and tariffs and all that other stuff, would be shrunk to 1997 size. Don't you think the government was too big in 1997? We can talk more about this and uh, expand on it if you want to call uh, maybe later this week. We look forward to hearing from you again. And it has been Ian here with you. And Mark. And we didn't get to the Obama New Deal thing. So we'll talk about that in the upcoming week as well. If you don't get the weekday show, listen online at freetalklive.com. And have a great weekend, everybody. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com.